Today's episode is brought to you by DiaperDude.com. Men now have a choice to carry a bag designed by a dad for dads, because diaper bags are for everyone. This episode is also brought to you by The Perfect Dad Food. Do you like bacon? Do you like jerky? Try Go Bacon Adventure Ready Snacks. This podcast might have bad words because my daddy says words like sh- damn, and other bad words too much. Listener description is advice. Welcome to another episode of the Detox Podcast, a podcast for dads where dads talk about life, kids, and stuff. We are your hosts. Go on. Joe. And I am John. And guys, we're back again, just the three of us, in a secret alternate recording location. That's right. To bring this episode to our friends. The three amigos are here. That's right. Is this where we should do the whole, like, cross arms and... Looks to the side and, <laughs> and, and yeah, thrust well, our. Well, let's, just, let's just tell people that we did it, and they don't need to. Know. There's a by, there's by the a way, dad joke in that movie. Do you know where like the plane flies over, and he's like, "Oh, look, a mel plane." <laughs> and he's like, "How do you know?" And he's like, "It had little balls." By by the way, I think Three Amigos is one of the is an underrated movie. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I've been watching clips on YouTube. It's great. And it's, dude. it's really funny. It yeah, that good. movie like is great. Martin. So what's funny is like Martin Short. Stephen or Steve Martin and uh-huh. Chevy, Chevy Chase. Chase. I don't think they're necessarily funny on their own, or really? as, or as Dude, funny. All those guys are super funny. But the Except three, the Chevy three of them together, a hole apparently. Oh yeah, yeah. No. But the three of them <laughs> yeah. together, there was something <laughs> about that movie that was like I, I watched it as a kid. My uncle Jeff was was a big fan of that. I think he, I think he was a fan of that. But anyway, but it's like that that movie's really good. I went back. I, and, and rewatched it recently, and it's like that's a that movie's really really good, and it's it really, really funny. Good. All right, back to the intro, guys. Yeah, sorry, I <laughs> no, 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 the that's intro okay. With movie talk. That's okay. We this, are back. We are back, and this episode we are going to be talking about lying. We're going to be talking a little bit about armchair parenting, and uh, later on we're going to try something that is the best of two worlds combined. Uh, it might be the ultimate dad food, but it we'll talk be. to you about that later. Um, but for, oh oh, and also after that, of course, we're gonna have our America's favorite, our regular segments, America's favorite segments, ask the dads, dad jokes, things to check out. Absolutely. But first, of course, we're gonna ch- we're gonna check in with the dads and see what they have been up to. Um, first, to my right, the man whose clan has grown um, to the power of four. It's Joe. Yes, I, I didn't Wait, think is, about that before. Is, I said it. We are <laughs> that mad. We yeah, are I don't here. Know. We are math here. Work. We are here. We are here. I saw some pictures. Yes, from your son. And yeah, he's been sending them out. I, I yeah. can't control so, that. So first, thing, <laughs> keep I, your, why, first of all, I don't understand why you sent him a cell phone. Why you bought him a cell phone already? He's two months old, and I don't know how he got my number. Well, it was yours. Was the only one programmed in. <laughs> I had both, but he somehow deleted Galan. So, so. so here's the here's the funny thing. Before we get to Joe, there. It's like before we get to Joe's thing. The fact that it's already been this long, that that's crazy. And the thing oh, goes yeah. to the whole thing that it's like when you're a parent, time goes by it's so much fast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy I, that it's yeah. been this long. You mentioned it before before Teresa left. Yeah. Ben, I just want to say this. I, I just want to say that, that I've told you this before. Your baby wasn't one of those weird looking babies. Yeah, no. And, no, and no, he's, no. he's cute. And, and one of the pictures Galan pointed out that you sent us. 
totally looks like his sister. He yeah. does. That's awesome. He really does. He's yeah. Mainly because that dress you put him in, which I think is inappropriate. <laughs> well, I didn't want to buy new clothes, so, you know. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> that no, is a, that's, that's a smart a parenting dad. decision. That's fat dad right there. More money to spend on. Yeah, that's a parenting hack for you. Yeah, yeah parenting <laughs> hack. It's it's also one of the uh, common details of every serial killer killer story I've ever heard. <laughs> like, yeah, their parents dressed them like a little girl for four years before they grew up and killed sixty people. Uh, Bennett, well, more like Brennett. Wow. No, okay, I stop. I'll, Poor I'll Bennett. Shut up. Yeah. Bennett, if you're listening to this episode, stop. In the future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just know that your dad did really love you. And, uh, <laughs> no, just... yeah. Before, no. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, things have been good. Yeah, it, I just finished my third week back at work, which is crazy. My Bennett just turned two months old, so that is also crazy. Um, and really what's what I will say, so I've got I, – I feel like now I have to do like two catching up things, like one with Bennett and one with – with Sylvie because I, I have separate interactions. But what's interesting, and, and one piece of advice I'll give <clears throat> to new parents um, that I, I, I don't think was really a problem for me the first time was that um, if you if you come home, if you've been working all day and you're missing your baby and you, you miss seeing him or her, you miss interacting with them, don't feel like, well, they're cozy, they're, they're settled with your significant other. Just be like, I want some some Bennett time. I want some baby time. I want some bonding time and just take it. And your spouse, you know, will be accommodating to say, yeah, sure. Absolutely. I've had them all day here. Take probably, them, they probably them. like the Yeah, break. exactly. Yeah. Giving me a break. And what I will say for being a new dad of multiple kids is that it is not, and this is something that I fell into easily because I'd already been, you know, like I had in my head, I'm going to focus on Sylvie taking care of her. Amanda's going to take care of Bennett. That's how we're going to divide and conquer kind of a thing. And it became where I felt like I was mostly Sylvie's parent and less of Bennett's parent. And I found myself really feeling like I hadn't bonded with him a lot. And then Amanda was like, well, just take him. Just take him and have some time. And so I've... Yeah, there is some time. Dude, there's going to be like 10 years for you to bond with him before he starts hating you. Yeah. So... Hashtag parenting truth. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Parenting truth. Um but so I've done that. I've really taken time over the last couple of weeks to just find time to just sit and bond with him. And in fact, the father son. Yeah, time. it's good. Nice. And in fact, uh, before I went into work uh, one day this week, I took him. Sylvie hadn't woken up. Amanda needed, you know, just like an hour of sleep uninterrupted. So I took him and he was awake and I just found myself downstairs just looking at him, talking with him. And he was smiling and laughing back at me. And I did that for a solid hour and I felt really good and recharged. And so That's I've good. taken time to continually find those moments and it's cool you like like just be like no no he loves me he likes this exactly yeah and you when you stop doing that or you don't do that as often you can start questioning some of the decisions you're making am i holding them right am i doing this right whereas the more you spend time with them the more you're like no i got this i know them i know how they are i know how they they interact and so that's my advice if you're a new parent and especially if you're a parent of multiple kids don't think you can't hold your kid like or spend time with him always make time for it and you know trade off say like hey can you put the toddler to bed i'm gonna put him to bed i'm gonna spend time with him or whatever it is and i yes. think you'll be more successful it's interesting yeah like i i can see our brains just start to frame things like trying to quantify things i yeah. think maybe especially as as guys or dads or right. whatever um and when i really think it's it's not some competition. What we're talking about is the future of a human being in a relationship that's right. going to last a lifetime. Right. And uh, yeah, so I think sometimes maybe, 
it sounds like you guys might be tempted to put sort of like some unreasonable, reasonable or like fake limit or measurement yep. on something that doesn't really exist. So exactly. It's, it's good that you had that time to reaffirm that like, no, no, he's cool. Yeah. We, I love, I love this little guy. It's nice. One of the things also like, like just destroying the, the predefined notion we have of going into parenting of like, this is how I'm going to parent. This is the relationship I'm going to have with my, my kid. Which is awesome because that's something we're going to talk about a little bit later. Okay, yeah, right. but, but it's also just to, to, to be able to adapt. And that's yeah. one of the things that I think has been interesting just talking to you about having been an end, Sylvie, is your ability to adapt as a parent, to take what you learned from raising Sylvie for for two, almost two and a half years, yeah. essentially, and then applying it to how you're raising Bennett, um, and then taking that and saying, okay, this is my baseline, it's my foundation, and this is how this is going to evolve. So it's not like you're adapting as a parent. You're evolving as a parent to right. – I, I just think that's interesting. And yeah. it's, it's one of the things – and again, I, I've mentioned that when we talk to other parents, uh, of, of the, the guests that we have on and the dads and how I learn something from each one of those, it's interesting being your friend and interacting with you on an almost daily basis to see your growth as a dad and your evolution and what can I take from your – experience of parenting two kids to and apply it to how i parent ellie right which is um, pretty awesome because to me that's the power of this whole podcast that we've yeah, yeah absolutely, we've been doing. absolutely. Yeah, it's been it's the fun of it for yeah. sure um yeah totally the 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 thing that i had about sylvia i was talking about this with amanda before i came over and she was like you got to share this so i'll share this um so sylvie we always our bedtime routine that I've talked about before is we read a book. Uh, we do you know put on pajamas, we brush teeth, we read a book, go to bed. That's her whole routine. So she goes through cycles of different books that she likes, and lately she's been wanting to read Doctor Seuss because she loves the colors and she thinks it's funny, and she she's really paying attention to all the details and she's memorizing as we're reading it because we're reading it so much, and so she can read certain books and like see the picture and know exactly what they're saying and we'll quote it to you. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But there's a part in uh, one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. It's like a big book with lots of different stuff. There's these two creatures that are talking and this guy's like, hello, hello. Can you hear me? Hello. Can you hear me, Joe? And the other guy's <laughs> like, I cannot. The mouses cut the wire. Goodbye. Goodbye. Or it's something like that. And I always, as a kid thought it was funny. Cause I'm like, Oh, my name's Joe. That's, that's pretty funny. <laughs> but we've been reading it and, <laughs> And Sylvie, like, was playing pretend and, and picked up one of Bennett's rattles that looks like a little, like, telephone. It's got, like, two fat ends and is curved. Yeah. And she held it up and was walking around the house and went, hello, 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 can you hear me, Joe? And, uh. <laughs> and so I replied back, like, oh, no, I cannot hear you. A mouse has cut the wire. Goodbye. Like, the next part of the book. Uh-huh. She thought that was so funny. So now she's been, like... She associates Joe with me. I don't even know. Like, well, she does know that, like, that's my name other than dad, but... She will like say something, say something, and be she like, "She just knows you're playing the part of Joe, basically. right?" So yeah. I think like she knows my name is Joe, but also she thinks like we're playing a game when she's like, "Can you hear me, Joe? Can you hear me, That's Joe?" That's funny. And so she'll say like, "You know, Dita, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Joe, I'm doing this." And and so <laughs> it's kind of funny. And um, you know, she she doesn't call me that regularly. It's just like it's funny that she realized when she's playing. Oh, that game. that's also your name, but it's also in the book, and that's kind of cool. So it's just funny. I just thought it was hilarious that she like was quoting Dr. Seuss, and so I jumped in, and now she's like, "Oh, you're Joe." Okay, so it was funny. That is funny. Yeah. Well, all right, man. Good to good to catch up with you, yeah, buddy. Absolutely. And now over to our other dad on my left, my brother from another mother. <laughs> it's Galan. <laughs> I don't know if I can recover from that visual. Yeah, there. I'm sorry. I'm That's sorry. Okay. I did a little mime specifically for Galan. That's okay. It was good. It was so, good. 
in the intervening two weeks between the previous episode and this one, Ellie lost her first tooth, so she lost one of her bottom teeth. Ooh, that's nice. fun. And so it, it's really cool. Like she's freaked out when we touch the tooth and kind of wiggle it, but she's fascinated with it at the same time. Um, and this is going to get into something we're going to talk about later in the podcast. But so she had her first visit from the tooth fairy. Nice. Um, tooth fairy left her a dollar, which she was. Oh my! She basically Dude, for like two days. She did you take the out. advice of the dumbest parenting hack ever and put glitter all over yeah. the dollar? <laughs> <laughs> tooth uh, fairy back, money. A throwback yeah. to our episode six, I believe. Yeah, maybe we, we need to do another parenting hack. Yeah, episode. yeah, we, yeah, do, we, we do. do. Revisit that. But no, I didn't do that. Like she was actually smart one of those nights dad. where um, she was sleeping in our room. She does smart dad. Right. She does that as a reward on Thursdays, Fridays, Fridays and Saturdays. She sleeps in our room because, you know, like, good behavior and stuff rewarding that. So she was in it's, our room it's when It's also happened. interesting that you do that as a reward because, I mean, this is a whole other thing. And I know we've covered sleeping before and maybe we'll get back into that yeah. a little bit later on. But I, I find that it's interesting that a lot of parents seem to have a really hard time transitioning the kids to their own room. Yeah. Some parents are just like, no, from – pretty early on they're like yeah. no that's just the way it is you guys have found sort of this hybrid to reward her but it also then means that you have like sort of grounds to be like no you're in your own bed tonight or yeah whatever. yeah that's interesting um so you know she she woke up i was at work and she found the dollar and she was i mean it, it, she doesn't have a concept of money so it's like to her a dollar is is huge a mil- sure but it's it, crazy right you see that paper it's and you're kid? like i know this is worth more than the coins wait <laughs> she thinks a dollar's huge yeah I've been giving her 20s, dude. Whoa. I don't know. She's happy with that because she knows that she can get bigger toys with with 20 instead of one. So she understands at least that concept a little bit, that bigger toys cost more money. Give her a 10 and say, this this is a super rare dollar. Um, Super rare bill. Super rare rare bill. The the cool thing is, like, so she's lost that one. And and her other bottom tooth and her other bottom tooth is really loose, too. So she's going to be losing that one again soon. So that's been kind of really cool to, to explain to her that permanent teeth are... The adult teeth, and she needs to take care of them, and, the, and they're bigger. And we've showed her pictures of the skull. Like, if you guys haven't, no, Googled... you showed her the alien picture that oh, yeah, we yeah. talked about on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, like dude. Google that if you haven't Google it. Like, what basically like toddler skull teeth or whatever. If you're squeamish at all, never Google. Yeah, it. we it, actually it, got it, Sylvia it, a kids freaky. book that you shine the light behind people, and it shows them like the circular circulatory system Ooh, that's, that's, that's cool. and their yeah, brain like, and also like the teeth and so like it's just a regular book but if you shine a flashlight behind it you can see like a baby and a belly or yeah, that's really cool. Cool. like the whole yeah. brain and that was pretty cool we picked that up at the parenting conference does she like ago. it she does she has this little flashlight that she's like i'm checking stuff so we're like yeah you can check this book out yeah. and she's like whoa i love introducing yeah. Ellie and to she the... started doing it with other books and it's like oh it only works with this book I- introducing <laughs> her to the concept of uh your flashlight sucks introducing Ellie to the concept the science and it's like this is why so it's like i mean i'm yeah. not a scientist and i'm not i'm not the most intelligent person but it's like being able to explain it's like when you hear thunder because like she's super freaked out by thunder and lightning and like the idea of this whole hurricane that's going on in the gulf of mexico like it freaks her out like she just doesn't understand weather so explaining yeah. to her the concept between you know like thunder and lightning are associated lightning and thunder are really the same thing it's just two parts of it like i love being able to explain to her teeth and in when she gets injured, like why her brain freaks out, like it, the, the way that it does, right? Um, and that's really cool. Just uh, trying to to establish a baseline for a four year old to be able to re- or, or nearly five year old to be able to relate to, and hopefully get her interested in science and learning about the, like the world around her and how it operates. Yeah, uh, but that's really that's cool. cool. So it's like she lost her first tooth. That's a huge thing as a parent. Like she lost her tooth, and, and she was freaked out that it was going to bleed all over the place. Her second one's bleeding when she when she brushes her teeth. Gotcha. But it's just being able to explain to her, it's like, this is natural. Like, we told you this would happen. 
Um, so setting him up and preparing her mentally for is she is she over time receptive to that? Yeah. That's yeah. cool. That's no, right. it doesn't help. In, like, in the moment, it doesn't help. Sure, like, in the moment, sure. she freaks out. She's like, oh, I'm spitting blood, and she freaks out. Like, the little kid falls down and hurts, and you're like, you're yeah. okay, you're okay. They're still crying. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Stop crying. Um, and, and also, yeah, yeah. and again, that, that's something that brings to something that, that we can talk about in the segment that's coming up today is, like, when you explain to kids and everything. Yeah. Like, when they hurt themselves. Um, but secondly, I've been, you know, I, I've been continuing to, to write the story that I'm writing, um, working on music that, that John and I recorded uh, a couple weeks ago. So it's like... For the first time in a long time, I'm feeling all these kind of creative outlets, whether it's it's musically or like creatively writing the story. It's it feels really good to be exploring the creative side of of my mind that I've not really had the chance to do um, to do so recently. Um, to be able to re- and I read this when when I create when I complete a chapter, even a half chapter, I read it to to Ellie and Teresa. I get their feedback. I have a couple of people that have, have that have the current versions of the stories um, to get in their feedback. It's just it's really cool to feel like that part of me grow, part of me that I've been interested in. I, I wanted to be an English teacher and, and teach creative writing and to be doing kind of like that on an ongoing basis. I mean, there's there's times where I sit down in two days and I write 12 pages. And and that's before I go back and I and I flesh you hear out that those George R. R. Martin. Yeah, yeah. If the lawn can do it. You can do it. Yeah, if some scrub in Northwestern Hills can do it. <laughs> but but anyway, so it's really cool. So that, that's basically I've been, you know, just I mean, essentially as an adult working, I come home, I sleep, I do stuff. But I'm I'm, I'm trying to make sure that creatively I'm I'm experiencing as much as I can. And Which is also cool that that you're a dad, you're a family man. I yeah. know that your wife and your kid come first, but it's it's cool that like that doesn't mean then that you can't pursue these creative right. passions that you have, right? You know, and it's been cool that, to see that you've been able to do that recently. Well, and, and as a parent, I, or as, and especially as someone doing a podcast, I think that parenting that that's that's who I am first. First and foremost, I'm I'm a dad to Ellie. I'm a husband to Teresa, but. There's still other times I have to make time for myself. I do think that there, that is important as a parent to make sure that you are spending time on you, on your parent, you know, on your spouse, and, and on your friends, and making time for them, even if they aren't the first priority. And that's what I've been trying to do here is is make sure that I'm fostering who I am because in, in that Teresa sees creativity. She sees that creativity is a good thing. She sees that you know whether it's music, writing, using her imagination, and that's. Imagination comes naturally to kids. You said Teresa, but you, you mean Ellie. I mean Ellie, yeah. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, that, that your but, daughter or, or, sees that. Right? Yeah, yeah, or, or even, even Which, between Teresa, like, hearing feedback, like, hearing us talk okay. about, like, oh, in the story I liked this, but I didn't like that, or, or why did you make this decision in the story? It's like right. the whole process. Yeah, Ellie can see that, and it's like, as long as she sees that imagination is okay, you don't have to give up imagination as you move into adulthood. I think that that's the the biggest thing that, that I want to show her, that it's okay to... Use your imagination and, and to think of things that I don't know. Like yeah, I don't know how to phrase that. I completely lost my train of thought. But it's like that—that well, that, that's important. It's, and I think that yeah. as, we, as we grow out of childhood and into adulthood, we give up. Quote, you know, like there's a Pearl Jam song that's like you traded magic for fact. Yeah. And sometimes there's a lot of fun in that magic. Like John and I have experienced that through the years of playing role playing games, and Joe has too. Oh, Joe, I mean, you yeah, mean football. <laughs> Yeah. You mean <laughs> betting on football? But it's well, like, I tell you what, man. When we get that football going, man, ain't nobody gonna stop us. I'm gonna but throw just, that football just all over the mountains. I don't the know fact. what that, I was trying to do like Boomhauser. Meets. Oh, you, you didn't talk meet, way fast Uncle enough. Rick. I didn't. I can't. It's but, like yeah. Boomhauser meets Uncle Rico. Boom Rico. Hashtag Boom Rico. Hashtag Boom Rico. As as 
adults like not losing that imagination and showing that it's okay to do that. Because it's like I don't, I don't want yeah. Ellie to get through, go through, you know, go through life and be like, okay, I have to be an adult now. Sure. Well, well, speaking of creating and uh, art and expression, Ellie herself has found a new passion, right? Has that she? you're telling me about, yeah, a new artistic passion. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so um, I completely forgot about that. Wow, I'm so glad I told you about that. So Ellie has been going to these painting classes, and actually behind Joe and to John's left, there is a, a painting of a sea or John's right, sorry, oh, there's a painting yeah. of a seahorse. And so um, oh, she did that. Yeah, that's so, really good. That's really good for a four-year-old. Yeah, there's there's. Some I'm gonna put that qualifier on it. Yeah, <laughs> that's really good. Dot dot dot. Four. He's like, four I well, it's like, he's like, I thought Galan did it, and I was yeah, like, Whoa. so so no, Ellie, it's, it's cool, man. That's I really like cool. it. Yeah, Ellie hasn't. I mean, I mean, obviously, like four-year-olds aren't the best painters, but there, and there's multiple. Like we have so many no, paintings that looks through cool. the hallway. But like, that looks like a little person in utero. It, it may not necessarily <laughs> be. Something, you know, like things to check out, especially if you're not from the DFW area. But there's a, a, a painting class in, in Bedford that she's been going to. There's normally for six and up, but her friend was six. And so after that first class, like, Ellie is, is well-behaved, so humble brag. Like, Ellie's a good kid. <laughs> but, like, the teacher's like, dad El- brag. Ellie mm-hmm. can come. That, that's different. Yeah, that's a good thing. Hashtag dad brag. Um, Ellie can go to these classes now, and it's, um, I don't know, 11 by 20 painting and she, they do different things, and it's like she's really enjoyed painting. So we bought her an, an easel and some paints and some canvases so that we or that's cool. canvas canvases yeah so that yeah. we that way yeah. we can I can doodle her some stuff and she can paint. I, I really want anytime that she displays um, an interest in art, whether it's music, painting, drawing, whatever it might be. I want to foster that. I want to encourage yeah. my kids' creativity. Absolutely. Because I mean, as a musician, that that's it, and, and as a, as a wannabe writer, that's hugely important to me. And the fact that my kid is showing interest in that kind of stuff is very cool. Is awesome. So yeah. yeah. So if your kids are doing um, you know, showing interest in in drawing and stuff, if you can find a painting class around you, and or even if you go to one, so that way you can get familiar with the te- get uh, familiar with the teacher of the class, mm-hmm. uh, it's really good to do. And actually, Joe, it's it's like yeah, it's I've down seen, it's down off Harwood. I like, like uh, I liked it on the Facebook page, and yeah. I've been wanting to do stuff with it, but it's never like lined up either my you know, my yeah. kids too little or they do yeah, yeah. they do uh like short film festivals that I've been wanting to oh, yeah, go yeah. go to but well they do it they do a whole class adult classes too where like adults can go in and recreate Picasso paintings and stuff. I saw that. I was interested they they did like uh yeah, I wanted to go to that night, but we actually had just booked something because yeah. I, I love Picasso. Um yeah. and so uh, I was Yawn. really. Yeah, right. <laughs> His blue period is so boring. No. <laughs> blue period is actually really good. Yeah, yeah, but no, no, it's really <laughs> cool. So if you get a chance for your for you and or your kids to go and explore that, it, it's yeah. really awesome and an experience to share with your kids. It's really nice. I, I hope I hope he sticks around for uh, for a while at yeah. uh, at that yeah. studio because it's actually small actually, businesses it, come It's a it's a she. So. It's a her name's oh, okay. Randy, but it's a she. Oh, okay, um, and I she's really awesome. Name. She's really, really that's good awesome. with kids. Yeah, very yeah. cool. All right. So yeah, that's I think, that's, I, think that's yeah. Yeah. I, I am not a dad. I am, of course, just your friendly neighborhood tourist <laughs> here. Yeah, Spider Man <laughs> on uh, the Detox Podcast. But <laughs> get out of here, you tourist! <laughs> I need this now. Get out. <laughs> I, yeah, nice, nice reference. I, I did just want to mention this before we moved on. Uh, Galan, your wife is from Missouri, right? Yes, she is. And you guys have gone on several trips to Missouri. We have. Have you ever driven through Uranus, Missouri? We- <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so my friend, my friend um, that sparked sort of like the idea to have to, to discuss some of the topics we're going to discuss today. She actually just uh, came back from a trip from Missouri at work, and she brought me 
this uh, gift. She's awesome. Her husband's awesome. I hope to get him on here eventually to talk about scouting because they've been big into like the Boy Scouts for the two sons. Oh, and, nice! Like sort of what they've seen. He's seen that do sure. for kids and everything. Um, but uh, her extended family's cool and everything. But anyways, like brought me this. Uh, Air freshener that's a bacon air freshener, which is pretty cool. But she bought this in Uranus, Missouri. And she told me that as they're driving through Uranus, Missouri, which I'm presuming is like named like the planet. Right. But they know the joke, and they've accepted it. She said, there's a chocolate factory in town, and it says, make sure you try chocolate from Uranus on a billboard when they drive through. She said there's like five businesses on the main strip that all have like potty humor names, like making puns of the name of the town. And in the shop that she stopped and found that, she saw that, she's like, okay, I got to get that for John. She bought it for me. And at the end, the lady was like, okay, thank you for picking Uranus. Like, everyone is in on it, dude. And I thought that was so amazing. That's so, a, that, wow. Way to own it, you know? Way yeah. to just own it. What a great yeah. marketing choice. Yeah. yeah. And so, so yeah, next time you and your wife go I'm going up to through a, up to check out Uranus. Check out Uranus, Uranus Missouri. Missouri. Get some dude. chocolate. Uranus <laughs> Missouri, as some people call. Misery. M- M- Missouri. Missouri. Does, does your wife and her family, do they say Missouri? No. Okay. No. That's Is that nice. like a weird southern thing? Or I think, yeah. I think that's a... My, my, my grandmother, God rest her soul, would, would make fun of her for that and be like, oh, you're from Missouri. And she's like, no, yeah. Missouri. Yeah. And you're like, you're right, Misery. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, you know, like that awesome Stephen King book that got turned into a James Conner. Hobbling movie. is my nightmare. Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? Have you seen Misery? Mm-mm. Oh, you've you never seen Misery with, I have, Kathy, I have, with Kathy Bates? Bates? No, yeah. I've seen very, I will tell you, I've seen very few Stephen King adaptations. Uh, adaptations or adaptive really? works. Yeah, I, it's not that I want it. It's just for a long time my parents were like, don't watch Stephen King stuff. It's it's too... Have you seen Stand By Me? No. Have you We've seen... had this conversation. What? Okay. Wait, wait, you're blowing my mind. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about this later. Yeah, we, but, need, to, we yeah. need to get to that. We need to get That's to the, crazy. the movie education right. of Joe I watched Shaw. season one, one and a half seasons of Under the Dome. I don't oh, know what that I'm, is. I'm sorry. It was yeah, a show with Michael Chiklis. No, it was not ABC. with Michael Chiklis. It was with Hank from Breaking Bad. Oh, that's right. Hank from Breaking Bad. Another oh. bald white dude. Oh, I love I Michael Chiklis, confused. though. That yeah. looks the same to me. <laughs> yeah, bald white <laughs> Anyways, on that racist note, uh, we're going to be right back to talk about lying All after right. a word from our sponsors. For over a decade, Diaper Dude has been designing diaper bags for today's dad to make their life as a parent easier, stress-free, and fashionable at the same time. Functionality is key when it comes to your bag, and that's their main focus. With a large selection of colors to choose from, camouflage, gray, navy, or sleek basic black, Diaper Dude appeals to all dads. Each bag comes complete with a padded changing pad to provide comfort when changing your baby on the go. The role of dad is changing dramatically, and Diaper Dude is part of that change. Their goal is to assist dad and make him feel more comfortable and confident while on the go. Joe and I have been using our bags for a while now. We both find them comfortable, roomy, and easy to use. Go to diaperdude.com, use promo code DETOX10, that's D-T-A-L-K-S-1-0, to get 10% off of your purchase. In September, we're going to be giving away a Stroller Caddy Plus in caramel color. All you have to do is like us on Facebook for a chance to win. Go to facebook.com, look up the Detox Podcast, hit the like button, and you're entered in to win. back you're listening to the detox podcast in case you forgot in the last 15 minutes <laughs> no all right uh so anyways detox podcast gonna... detox podcast detox yeah podcast. yeah totally we're uh we're not ted talks we're detox damn it that's Wait. right 
<laughs> Thanks, know, man. You I, just got us a PG rating. I don't know why my boom Rico is coming out so much right You're now. You're doing a lot of boom Rico today. All right. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about lying, guys, because first, first off, I don't know. Is it important or how important is it to you guys that your kids grow up as trustworthy, that they grow up? Uh, not being labeled or known as liars and people know that they can depend on them. Is that something that you've ever thought about or is that something that you try to teach? What, what's up with that? As someone who, especially in middle school, used to lie like all the time because I thought I needed to look cool to my friends, it, it's hugely important that my kid, that, that honest, I mean, and honesty is something to me as an individual now is, is something that's hugely important. So I want my kid to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, I want her to to eventually be known as someone who whose word matters. Uh and, and I try to raise her and, and direct her as, as much as I can in, in with that in mind. Hundred percent. I mean, if you're not honest, your word is your bond. If people can't rely on you, then you're gonna be passed up in all asset all facets of life across the board. So it is something I agree. I worked hard, you know. Sylvia's just started testing the boundaries of like stretching the truth, mm-hmm. I'll say. And I call her out on it every time I notice. And I explain like why this is not yes. appropriate. Yeah. And why, you know, you need to be honest so that way I understand what's going on. And even if you might get in trouble, like I can't help you unless I know what's going on. And so I feel like it's important to start that foundation now and then it'll. Maybe it'd be a little bit easier down the road. And that yeah, kind of touches on something that I talked to John about on the way over, so I'm sure we'll get to uh, eventually. Yeah, you guys, you guys actually have already mentioned a couple of, of directions I wanted to go in, in your answers, which is interesting. And, and part of it is I wanted to know what your experience was growing up lying. Was there ever a period in your life where you felt like you lied or you lied too much or whatever? And, and how did you ever lie to your parents? And do you do you feel like uh, they found out or how did they try to sure. correct that issue? Uh, so I'll say. I Besides f- hashtag stealing a van to go to Target. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good point. Yes, yes, that's yes. a great yeah, lie. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. That's good. <laughs> I won't say it's a great lie. I'll say it's a memorable Boy, lie. Boy, it's great a now. Lie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I feel honestly, <laughs> I honestly feel that most parents know when you're lying at some point. Maybe not right away, but they can eventually put it together. They've been there before. They've told the same lies kind of a thing. Um, a lot of times I would tell lies and I think honestly, one of my biggest faults nowadays, sometimes I I slip into this and I have to catch myself and stop is lie to not appear dumb or, or so as not to appear, um, like I don't have my shit together. You know, maybe, maybe, uh, I guess an example would be if my parents are like, did you take out the trash? Did you, you know, vacuum this? Did you do your laundry? Did you sweep? Whatever it is. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're not at home. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I totally did. And then in my mind, I'm like, if I said no, I get in trouble. But if I say yes and I hustle back home and do it before they get back, then no one's the wiser. That never works. But, like, that's my thought process. So I think for me, it's been to catch myself now. Like, if my wife is like, hey, did we get this done? I can't remember. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, I got to remember to do that before things work. Like, it never works. You're always yeah. gonna, you're always going to screw up and then people are just going to be pissed because it's like, why well, just why didn't you just tell me you didn't do it and then we could just move on from there. Yeah, like it's not it wouldn't have been as big of a Right. Deal. And it, yeah. for me it's it's a it's a inferiority complex that I've struggled with for most of my life. Um, is that because of your micro penis or is it No, no, no. no. <laughs> Funny enough, it's didn't, not. Didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you what, would think, right? What's what <laughs> no, what funny is, is earlier I was talking to one of Teresa's employees about 
about the whole vacuuming thing. Mm-hmm. And at one point, they took it as far to actually take the vacuum and make the lines in the carpet to make yeah, it look like they vacuumed. That is so too they, much. They, too they basically did it. They actually vacuumed. They just to lie to say they vacuumed. To say they lined it. But they, they, didn't, they didn't do the entire room, but they just did enough for their dad to walk in and see. But I'm like, you're going to go to that much trouble. Like, why, so <laughs> why not man. plug it in and turn it on? Right, right, right. But it, it's just interesting, like, the links that, that we go to to lie about that kind of so, stuff. So, Galan, you mentioned that in middle school you got into the habit of, you're like, yeah, lying because you thought you had to impress people. Or oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I beat Final Fantasy 2. Like, so there was, like, the Super Stuff Nintendo like game. That, yeah, like, yeah. like I wanted to uh, I wanted to appear, like, because that, that's about the point that I became friends with, like, you and our friend Tim. Is like, I wanted to be cool to you guys. I wanted you guys to see me because, like, gaming was, a like, Super Nintendo was a part of our lives. And I wanted to be like... Oh yeah, he's so cool. He beat Final Fantasy II before we did. Like, how'd you do it? Like, you like we this? would. Like, that's a yeah. thought that someone would have. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like just in case that was a thought. Like, I, I wanted to. I, I wanted so much to have my friends' approval, and it, like having no clue as to like that's not how you get your friends' approval. Right. Yeah. I was like, oh, if I lie about video games and I've done this or that, then I will. I will appear cool to my my peers or whatever. Yeah. Right on. And I'll tell you that. Uh... You know, one thing I think is is important um, that I've tried to – I've worked really hard is establishing that foundation of being honest, telling the truth, and doing stuff. And it's uh, – you know, kids always throw, like, parties and stuff when their parents go out of town, right? I mean, it was yeah. just me. Um, well, that's the stereotype, right? right? That, that I mean, is yeah, the stereotype. I didn't throw parties. That's, but... that's the plot of every John Hughes movie. Right. Um... So I guess I watched too much of that <laughs> because one time – one time my parents went out of town and I invited some of my closest friends over and we didn't throw like a house party because my, my parents' house was too small, but we did like, you know, get alcohol and, and, you know, just like stay up real crazy late and do all kinds of crazy stuff outside and like, you know, basically through like a miniature house party and I wasn't supposed to have anybody over and like everybody spent the night and all that stuff. And I thought I did a really good job cleaning everything up. I was so meticulous with, all right, I'm going to bag everything up in all these bags. I'm not going to put it in my trash. We're going to drive to a dumpster and throw it out there. And we did that. And I thought I had gotten away scot-free. That's some very forward thinking, by the way. I I planned it all out. But what I didn't plan was my next door neighbor saying to my dad, hey, you guys sure had a lot of trucks in front of your house this weekend. I thought you were out of town. He went, we were out of town. Will you tell me more about these trucks that were in front of my house? Oh. He's like, there were at least five pickup trucks. What I an... know Joe has one. We live in Texas, by the way. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for them pesky kids and their dang dog. No. What, about yeah. a, but... what, what a narc. Right? Right? <laughs> but my point is, my point is, I, you know, I could have honestly just said to my parents, hey, can I have some friends over? to spend the night they're they're these people you know them you know they're good people can they just hang out and they would have been like yeah absolutely you're i was 17 or 18 i don't know i was right right around there um they would have been like yeah you're fine you're responsible just clean up after yourself you would have been fine but i felt the need to make it seem as though i didn't do anything so that way they you know i just i had it changed and manipulated my head and the whole point is i'm trying to i'm realizing that mistake and my parents were like you all you need to do is just be honest and move in been like yeah it's fine for you to have friends over we don't care yeah well and i think part of it is establishing that relationship with ellie now like especially now as she's four slash almost five right of like let's just communicate talk about the issues that you have what do you want to do versus what we're going to allow you to do sure listen i mean almost like it's a, a negotiation let's negotiate sure. this and let's see let's see where we're able to compromise because yeah. ultimately like i i understand and this is a whole other different episode but 
it's like when, when you when you come to your kids and, and sex and everything, and it's like what they're going to try to sneak around and do. I would rather establish, establish that line of communication now and, and have Ellie comfortable enough to come to us and talk to us and say, this is, this is what I want to do. This is where I'm at with my life. And then to set up, like, these are our standards. This is what we expect you to live by. And if you don't live up to this, then it sucks to suck. Right. You know, and... and, and Hashtag it sucks to suck. Yeah, I'll have to thank <laughs> Teresa for that one because she likes to say that. But it's, you know, it, it, it's... As a parent, like, I think there's an obligation for us to express as much honesty as to our to our kid as we can. But at the same time, and this is another thing, this is what I've taken from John's wanting to talk about this, is... There are certain lies we tell our kids. Let's hold that thought okay. because I okay. want to get back to that. Okay, so cool, real, cool. real quick before we do, because that's a really important point. Yeah. Um, real quick before we do, have you guys, and, and Joe, you touched on this a little bit, and go on. We talked a little bit about this in a past episode. Have you guys had experiences so far with your kids lying? Because, Joe, mm. your daughter is two? All right, about she's officially three? two and a half now. Two and a half. So, okay, yeah. she's two and a half. Ellie's four, about to be five. Yep. Ha- and, and obviously Bennett's two months old. He's a dirty liar already. Uh, he no, he lies no, more than either every, kid combined. Every time which, he's like, Meh, which Meh. by the way, yeah. which by the way, I'm one like, of my favorite. I, I think I brought this up before because it's one of my favorite articles I've ever read. And who knows, maybe most of it's been debunked. Um, but it came from the stalwarts <laughs> over at uh, Cracked.com. Nice. Yeah. Um, it, it was like an article that was like, um, and it was about how babies are born evil. Basically, and oh, all the yeah. evil stuff that babies do. One of them's lying. <laughs> they learn early on to lie um, to get your attention, basically, to yeah. get what they want. It, like, like, they I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really scared. Hurt. I'm not hungry. That, that, right. That's interesting. I need, to, I need to go and find that. Yeah, so, so check it out. And they, they, of course, quote whatever scientific studies. They're sure. Doing, but, but whatever. Um, you know it's crap.com. Right. But, uh, <laughs> but anyways, I, I love to tell people that when people are like, oh, babies are so innocent and nice. You're like I'm they're like, already plotting your murder. Yeah, You're exactly. Like, what? what? Yeah, babies are just waiting for you to die so they can eat your face. That's all. No, that's what I tell people. Wait, that's, that, that, that's, that's, that's cats. cats. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. cats. All right. Anyways, um, but uh, as we have cats hovering in and out underneath the table, yeah, your yeah. cat keeps walking around. Cats are um, yeah, Mike. We I have, I have a cat named Mike that's super is that friendly. Fluffy Mike? No, Fluffy Mike was the outdoor cat that got run over. Oh, so. This oh, is actually legit. This is legitimate but, Mike. But we digress. Yeah, legit um, Mike. No, no, but yeah. Anyways, uh, where are we going? Okay, yeah. So wh- I want to know: oh, Have yeah, you sure. guys had experiences with your kids so far lying? And Joe, you kind of mentioned it, mm-hmm. but I, I want to know what you guys' yeah. experiences. So I, I think I'll start because this is something sure. that John and I talked about, and I'm like, oh, this would be great to get into on the podcast. So to me, there's a difference between, and, and if you remember, either an episode or two episodes ago, I was like, yeah, Teresa or Ellie doesn't lie, and John's like, wait, I've seen her lie. Like I've been there, and she's like, no, I, I didn't do this, and she totally yeah, did. Yeah, in, in those times, I wanted to be like, hey, Ellie, like you, it's really important for you to be honest with your mom and dad because yeah. they really love you and care about you, and they need to know the truth. You yeah, know? like I, I wanted right. to like, yeah, and we're like, no, no, it's okay. I wanted scared. to armchair parent. Yeah. No, but it, you know, so I think there's a difference, at least for me, and I, I'm pretty sure I read this on on some side somewhere at some point that it's like there's a difference between. A four-year-old telling a lie of like, no, I, I didn't do that, and like a six or seven-year-old being like, no, I didn't do that, because you know, like there's, and I refer to it as malicious lying, where it's like sure. they are maliciously trying to deceive you for whatever reason, and then there's this the the little kid like, no, I didn't do that because they don't they don't know any better, they don't know, and it's like, and, and there's a fine line, and it's like I don't think Ellie's anything that Ellie has said is at the point where she goes out of her way to construct these complex layered lies to deceive us it's right. just it's simplistic kids like no i 
whatever, for whatever reason. So, so here's here's the example because this is the, this yeah. is kind of what I've seen. Like, like Ellie, did you put your toys up? You knowing she didn't, right? But she was supposed to, and she's saying yes, and you're like, go put your toys up, right? And she's like, okay, yeah, and then it, she goes and does it, right? Because yeah. clearly they're sitting there in the floor, right? So you say, I th- I find this interesting because I don't. I don't think I buy in necessarily to this concept that you're talking about yeah. because I do definitely definitely there's a difference between like the cognitive reasoning of a four year old and an eight year old yeah. and a sixteen year old right. that's sneaking out to get banged by her boyfriend or whatever, right? <laughs> but oh, but like, the fear that you, that Joe and I both have. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, and I have that fear for you guys. I'm terrified <laughs> for you guys as dads of daughters, but um, but like I, I see that and I say no, that's the seed. Of the thing right. that happens at eight, the thing that happens at six, right, sure. just or sixteen, just because she's a crappy liar right, right now, right, she's doing sure. the same thing, but she's doing the same thing at a four-year-old level. Sure. So for me, I, I want to say like, yeah. I, at that point, I want to say like, well, she's not malicious as in she's like hasn't constructed a complex, believable lie, right? Because you're the parent and you have a better perception of right. of the truth of the matter, right? Um, and she doesn't understand that maybe, but at that point, I want to say like. Hey, don't. It's important you tell me the truth, and this is why. Yeah. Clearly, right. you haven't cleaned up your toys. Right. And, and, and I think part of that is 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 a we don't want to embarrass her in front of like her company, her guests, her godfather. That, can't, like, can't you pull but, her aside or something? Well, yeah. So, so eventually, if we if I see that that same behavior over, I'm gonna be like, okay, look, like you're right. telling us you haven't picked up. Obviously, you have. Like, this is your responsibility. This is important. If we ask if you have not, so eventually, behind closed doors. We address that. You have that conversation. Yeah, we have if, that conversation. But if like, you it, see it becoming a pattern of behavior. Right, right. But at the same time, I'm not going to be like, like, you guys are over, and I ask if you're you not going to give her the stuff. scarlet letter. I, I'm not just going to be like embarrassed or be like, <gasps> liar! <laughs> yeah. just like, I don't, shame. I, yeah. yeah. Shame. Shame. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to necessarily God. embarrass her. So I, I, I think, at least at this point in time, it's a matter of picking your battles, or it's a matter of picking your battles, and then coming back and being like, this is why... You need to be honest with us. So the stuff okay. that you don't see yeah. is where we come in and we circle back and address that. Because that's the whole thing is like, if she has her friend Ethan over from next door or from across the street, like I don't want to embarrass her necessarily, unless it's unless I absolutely have to. Because it, that's also, very not, interesting, man. Because we talked a little bit about discipline, and I've never thought about necessarily. And, and I was never other disciplined like that. Factors that go into that. I like, was never disciplined to like embarrass me, but it's something that I think of of like, what is. What are her friends going to think about? Because the thing, the thing is, 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 and, and this goes back to the the way that your mom, John, and and our like our friend Tim's moms and mom and dad provided me with a shelter. I want this house and our home, regardless of where it's at, to be a safe place. And yeah. I don't want her friends to perceive us getting Wait, onto a safe her. place in the social justice warrior, millennial, like <laughs> college student that can't handle a differing opinion sense of the word. Maybe. Okay. Okay. But it's no, like I, no I, I want the, I want them to feel safe here and not feel like they're going to be derided or embarrassed or or whatever negative thing. Sure, that, like, that, like that, look, guys, we're on your team. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, we, you're part of the. We game. want to we want to be on your side. You just need to be honest with us. Right. And sometimes explaining to a four year old the the importance of honesty, integrity, whatever you want to call it. I'd rather do behind closed doors when her godfather or her best friend or whatever aren't sure. around. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's like that's the whole thing is like as adults, like we have to identify when kids lie to us. Like they lie all the time because they don't they don't necessarily know any better. Even if we tell them honesty is important. I don't, I'm not sure I buy that they don't know I, any I, better. I'll step in, I'll say I know Sylvie lies when she lies, and her lies are not complex, 
because she's two and a half. But I will say when she does lie, a for a for instance is like, you know, like um, we tell her like when she's done eating, she has like a little washcloth that we put on the freezer door that we wet before dinner. And we're like, when you're done, get down, wipe off your hands and your face, put it back, and then you can go play. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. So we do that. It was Amanda's idea. So I got to give her credit. Dad pro tip. Yes. Well, your wife came up with it and mom came up uh-huh. with it, but let's just call it a dip. Let, sure, let, sounds good. Let's hit that Prince of Persia moment where we go back in time, erase all of that, and it's like, no, this is a Let me press the sand dagger real quick. <laughs> yeah, this is a dad moment. <laughs> but uh, but dad no, truth. so uh, I will say, so there's been a couple times where I've caught her, and I'm like, Sylvie, have you, you know, did you wash your hands in your face? And she'll say, uh, yes, and it's because she's in the middle of playing with something. Yeah. She says yes because she's like, she understands she's supposed to do it. But she understands if she says no, I'll make her stop and go back and do it. So, you know, regardless of who's around, I know she didn't do it because whenever she puts the washcloth back up, it's like all, you know, jumbled. Sure, and it looks when, like a two and a half year old put it Right. Up and then when I put it, it's <laughs> put back. So, for a second, nice just look at it and say, you didn't do it. So, I'll take it and I'll, I'll just stop her in the middle of something and I will, wa- like, I'll manually do her hands and face. And she doesn't like it. And I'll say, well, next time you need to do it. And then. You know, so there's the correction part. Right. So I do it right yeah. there. And then I tell her right then and there, I'll say, and I I don't know, maybe I should be more careful about who's around, but I'm not. And I just tell her right then and there, I'm like, hey, you need to wash your hands and your face because if you don't and they're dirty, whether you've gone to the bathroom or whether you've eaten, you need to wash your hands because if you don't and they're dirty and you're playing with toys, you're getting them dirty. And then if you like touch your mouth or something, you could – I, I Put it in basic terms. I'm like, your tummy could hurt. There could be more complications, but I don't go into You're all like, that stuff. You, you, like, your tummy have, could hurt. You and could then, have violent diarrhea. Right. I just tell <laughs> her, your tummy could hurt, and you could have problems like eating or playing. And then she's like, that makes sense to her. And she's like, okay. And I said, you need to be honest with me so I can help you. If you have dirty hands and you're getting peanut butter on everything – then that's no fun and you're getting in your hair and you don't like that. And then I go a step further now and I say, and if your hands are dirty and you're touching something of Bennett's and he gets it, he could get sick and he could have problems eating and sleeping and all this. And she, and that is real for her. And she's like, okay, I'm sorry. That's an interesting layer that's to cool. it. So, you know, I wonder, and she does say, yeah, I'm sorry. Two things from that, by the way. Go ahead. By the way, I, okay. Okay. No, no. I, I just want to say two things from that because that, that reminds me of something and kind of what you guys are talking about. Uh, it reminds me of something Judge Moyer told us mm-hmm. when he talked to him where he, he said, look, I remember being told 10,000 times before right. something clicked. Yeah. And so I, I find that interesting just yep. because you explain it doesn't mean they're going to stop. But you take right. the moment right then. Go on. You take the strategic yeah. moment and you weigh – you're weighing values and the cost. Right. Of doing that, so so one thing is you don't want to embarrass her in front of people that she she loves and she's seeking approval from. Yeah, and and also you don't want her to lie, but but so you're you're looking you're weighing sort of the value of when you're you're going to pick your battle there, and I also think that's a very interesting mm-hmm. aspect that I've I've never thought of. Right. Sure. Well, and also it's like I think part of us as adults, as educated, whatever evolved minds, whatever you want to call the, the three of us or, or that we're I not. would say basically Einstein. <laughs> yeah. I would say we deserve honorary but PhDs. Taking the... <laughs> That's what I would say. <laughs> That's what I would say. I'm look, we're looking at you, MIT. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at... So I think we should all get to choose where we want our PhD okay, from. I'm going to go MIT. You? I'll go Harvard. Just yeah, I'll go Yale. Yell? Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're a, oh, you're a yell yeah. man. Oh, look at, look at him over there. He's but in it's, skull and bones. But, it's, <laughs> but I, I think, I what think, 
looking I'm looking know. at a, a four year old and and with our analytical strategic whatever minds and and superior it, it, intellectually superior yeah. in every but way. But it, the thing is, we haven't like, even reached the self aggrandizing part of the podcast yet. Yeah, I know. Like we're totally <laughs> like this is bonus. This is, this is all us. Bonus pats on the back. But it's yeah. it's it, to sit there and say it's like you know like a four year old or two and a half year old even's mind is so much more simplistic than us. Their right. their priorities are priority one. Maybe priority two. Whereas, like the the three of us are setting Man, out like priorities one, two, three, four. How do I achieve four through one now? Like four might be, you know, I, I think that Ellie's mind for us. I mean, as bright as she might be, I think her mind is very simplistic. Like she's look or, or, or Sylvie, for example, yeah. she's looking at what can I do to have fun now? Yeah, I'll just be like, yeah, yeah, I've already done that because that allows me to have fun now, and she doesn't right. see the the damage beyond that. Your concern of She's setting the seeds now of lying, and if we say, and if she continues to evolve that, and we don't step in as 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 a parental unit, as like a husband and wife, and say, no, no, like you're not being honest with us. If we don't step in and address that, then yes, we allow that seed to to grow. yeah, and to, to right. be planted to grow in, in in six years from now. We're you know we're even deeper. Twelve years from now, we're screwed because she's sneaking around with John or Jane Doe trying to get banged or whatever. Yeah, right. I I, I think that as a four year old, there's a certain innocence that she has when she says, "Yes, I've done this," and she doesn't understand well, the that's, consequence that's of that. That's interesting. I see you call that innocence. I would call that naivety. Okay, or, I mean, or I mean, something maybe, you know, because they, I'm like, like that's not innocent. She's deceiving. She means to deceive so that she can have but, fun. But does she sure. understand? Uh, and she I, does, I, no, I, she I, doesn't understand. So all the thing is, like, it's so sure. like, yeah. is there an innocence to it? Because she doesn't understand that she is deceptive to us, and is that my okay, job as I'm a parent a, to come in and be like, what well, you're help doing? Her understand? Yeah, the yeah. And so, yeah. I, but but uh, you know, innocence and naivety. I mean, in this instance, can be two sides of the same coin. I mean, it, it, or, or synonyms. Uh, but at the very, at the very same, at the very same time, it's different. Yeah, yeah. It's I guess well, another word could almost be ignorance, right? Sure. Do, do I want to? I think my my approach, and one of the things that if we <laughs> yeah, didn't, that's ignorant. You if we didn't, <laughs> Southport Michael Jackson. If we haven't talked about it before, I think one of the biggest things that I have when when parents discipline kids in public, because it seems like so many kids, I mean, so many parents want to humiliate their kids. Sure. That that kills me too. Yeah, and it's like so, it, it, they come in from it's like you are so stupid. Why didn't you understand? I've told you time and time, and it's like all of a sudden, like you come in and you're like, "Holy shit!" Like you are power playing your kid, and you right. are like 30, you need to feel you better about years. yourself by right. putting your kid yeah. in your place. And it's yeah. like I don't. I'm confident, at least at this time, because of what I've been through of of, of who I am, and I'm confident of who my four year old is, or, or, or really five year old. Should be five year old in less than a month. And, and, and again, it's a measured battle of, do I do this now in front of everybody? Do I do this even in private? Yeah, like, I guess. But, I guess behind that, like, well, like, sure, you have to you have to weigh all those yeah. implications. Because my thing is, when I see someone do that in public, where you're saying, where I'm right. like, dude, they're humiliating this kid. And for me, a kid that grew up, I was always worried about embarrassment. I always had social anxiety. Right. So, so yeah, that that hits me. But like for for me as a person, and this is where we're gonna get into armchair parenting right. later yeah. but i always feel segment, like yeah. the proper thing to do is remove them from the situation hey, and agree. then discipline be, be remove yeah, yeah, yeah. and discipline that that's how i yeah. i feel most comfortable just as a person like, yeah so, so that, in, yeah. in that instance like when you're over because i mean if we haven't talked about it on the podcast like we try to have in john and his brother because they are they are as far as i'm concerned ellie's uncles 
over yeah. once a month, if not once every two like months. Like I said, Galant's our brother from another mother. Yep. So so they they <laughs> it is important to have them around. It is important to get their feedback in um in in disciplinary situation in, in Ellie's growth. There's a reason that I picked I or I didn't pick. I asked John to be Ellie's grand godfather is because I value his input in it. But at the same time when it, when he's over and she does something, I'm not going to like take the moment out to discipline and be like, "L.A., these are right, the right. life lessons well, you you're say, going to learn." You know, you it's know, like, I mean, I mean, within reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly, you, you'll step in. Oh no, you yeah, step I'll, in and I'll, do I'll, stuff if something's crazy. Yeah, I'll be like, "Ellie, that's enough." Like, yeah. like when she's being crazy because she likes to do the whole like whatever. Sure, she's being a four-year-old. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting conversation to sit down, especially with someone who's not a parent, and say. Why do you guys discipline this way? How do you handle this? This Absolutely. is this is what I've seen. Convince me you're not. There's not a misstep somewhere in there. Sure. And not yeah. that you necessarily thought that of 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 what the way that we were raising Ellie, but it's a valid concern to be like, no, I've seen her tell you lies. Yeah. Like, how, why? How are you, you addressing in? that? Well, I think I think your description or your your explanation of that was very interesting to me, and it's it's a perspective I hadn't considered. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, I have a question, um, and this is going to go back into what you started getting into mm-hmm. a little bit early on, something we talked about off mic. Do you guys lie to your kids, and and why, if you do? And there's a couple of re- examples we can start with right off the top that are very, very common yep. that people might still label as lies, and, so go on. And like, actually, before you get to that, oh, let's, okay. let's stop. Yeah. Let's take a quick break. Let's come back, and let's get to that point. Okay, so uh, so we'll be right back to talk about why Joe and Galan continually lie to their kids. And we'll be uh, – here's a word from our sponsor. Oh, yes. are we doing another one? Yeah. Are we going to split them up? We're going to yeah. split them up. Look at that. All right, we'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. Thanks, Joe. You're welcome. If you're a parent on the go, and let's not kid ourselves, almost all parents are, or even if you're not a parent, at some point you're going to find your stomach telling you it misses food. You need something to give you a bit of a boost. You need protein. Go Bacon Jerky is a quick and easy way to get a bit of sweet and savory via the power of bacon. Whether you try the maple or sriracha flavor, from the moment you open the bag, you're going to enjoy the smell and taste of Go Bacon Jerky. Head on over to GoBaconJerky.com, place an order of this delicious jerky. We suggest the Killer Quad, which has two bags of both maple and sriracha. Use code DETOX, that's D-T-A-L-K-S, to get 20% off your order of $15 or more. Orders over $20 get free shipping. You can also subscribe from once a month up to weekly orders to Go Bacon Jerky for an extra 10% off. Go Bacon was started by a team of regular Joes who wanted to challenge the status quo. Some companies care about money, some about fame, some to satisfy ego. Go Bacon is here to make you smile. And we are back with the Detox Podcast, in case you forgot what you were listening to, which is really dumb because it's a podcast. Hey, guys, I don't know if you know this, but this is the the podcast by dads, for dads. It's Fudbud. It's Fudbud, dude. For us dads, by us dads. I, I, was showing, I was showing a co-worker like, that episode, and it's like the whole Fudbud thing was so funny. I think I don't think we said it in the episode proper. I think no, it, we were saying it in the, in the in Patreon. The, in, the, in the Patreon and then, content. And then... Uh, was it John that was like, or it was one of you two that was like, I gotta work this in the episode proper, and then it, we were just like, Fud Bud, oh hashtag Fud Bud, and, and we were like, yeah, it was an inside it. joke for us. Did it become the hashtag, or did we? No, it didn't, no I thought it, I thought it became the hashtag. Well, Maybe it did. I don't know. We're gonna throw it on here, and it'll have hashtag a second chance. It's okay if for it, us it, dads, is, it, is it a repeat? It, the sure. first repeat hashtag. The it first repeat be. hashtag. So we're we're back to continue talking about lying, and then we're gonna transition into armchair parenting. One of my favorite topics, of course, because I'm not a dad. Uh, but 
we were when the last segment ended, we were talking about essentially common lies that parents tell yep. their their kids, and is it okay to lie to your kids? Um, and I'm I'm looking at going someplace with this, but Galan, we were talking about this. Yep. What are so, well, I mean, and, and there's there's some there's some sorry. there's some common ones, but first first I'm going to start out with so. Not too long ago, we were driving by, or we, we were up by Teresa's store, and she received a call because where the, she works, she's a store manager. Of she's a store, a store manager of a teaching supply store here in the DFW area. There's fat, like, fat mom and money. Fat mom and money, not so no. much. No, we would not say that about our wives. Not so much. <laughs> but what happened was the 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 alarm went off, and Ellie was concerned that there were bandits. You know, like bandits had broken in, <laughs> like in the Wild West. And, bandits, and, and we're her, like her in her no, no. Minecraft mind. <laughs> no, like oh, oh sure, there no, no, no bandits. Don't worry about it. Like they're not like there are people there. There are people out there that that do bad things, but they're not very common. Like it's not it, it, it's the likelihood of us getting robbed by bandits is extremely low. Which actually, in a way, that it is, but it's like downplaying the threat that there are people out there that choose to do crappy things to other people. That was I, I chose to lie to her at that moment and be like, no, no, that's not that's not all that common of a thing. So that's interesting. So so you're doing that to protect her feelings or her psyche. Yeah, or her, just, or, I, I, but I, but you know that's not even that that's interesting because that's not even what I was talking. Yeah. But it's like about. I, I don't I don't want my four year old who has no concept of justice, reality, or I mean a full concept of reality. I don't want her worrying about someone that someone's going to break into our house and sure. the one in and her six mom or dad figure. Or chance of that ha- or seven figure chance of that happening like and especially i mean sure. in, in this area that's not, not that common but it's like when you said when you talk to us about like, i want to talk about like the white lies you told your kid that was one of the things like you know i yeah no yeah there are bad people out there but there's there, there there's no way that's going to happen to us so yeah so saying there's no way that's going to happen it is a little bit dishonest but you're, you're conveying the part. You're you're trying to convey the point to her in a, in a way she can understand that it is so unlikely that'll happen yeah. to us. Sure. That- I mean, I, I, I've lived, as an adult, I've had my own apartment for the better part of 19 years now, or my own living space, and I've never been robbed. Right. And knock on wood of the table, like I've never Joe, been robbed. Joe, take that stuff out of your pants and put it back on the table. Cause right. Here's we your keep the TV yeah. remote. Here's yeah. your couple your throw Legos. pillows, a TV Here's news <laughs> reporter. What do you? I think? don't know why I took this can of Prego, but here you go. <laughs> well, your wife was. Pre- oh no, that's horrible. But that's you know, not even like, a dad joke. So that's, that's just a bad joke. That's your wife was a can of Prego. What's the difference between a bad joke, a bad joke, and a dad joke? I don't know because I tell them the bad jokes. One letter, it, one um, letter, yeah. But it's Hash- you know, so no that's one of the things of like, yeah, it doesn't deserve it. When no. you tell your, when we tell our kids, yeah. or it's like, okay, well, what, well, what are the major ones? Oh yeah, so the, go ahead, Joe. Oh, I was just gonna say, uh, I found raising your hand. No, it's okay. No, I was. Uh, I wanted to raise English a, class. I know. Mr. Laird, Mr. Laird, <laughs> pick, pick me. Call pick, on me. Beat me, beat me. <laughs> The plane, the plane. That's oh, that's right, like, tattoo. Little little Joe <laughs> sounded like tattoo. Actually, <laughs> I'm going to hell <laughs> in a hand basket. No, um, so I found a specific situation where I did lie to Sylvie, and I instantly corrected it. And I've actually gone to the point where I almost to a fault don't lie to her now, and I will explain. One time it was thundering and lightning outside. And she said, what is that? Or it was like raining. It was raining outside heavily and she could see it. And she was like, what is that? And when I was a kid, my parents used to say to like comfort us that thunder was angels bowling in heaven. 
and lightning was when they got a strike. This is and one of the, the first. Problem is, this is one of the major ones that when you asked when you talk yeah, about this, this is sure. one of the first ones that comes to mind. Sure, right. I would say this is kind of a common lie yeah. explanation because that you, you want to like comfort your kid by like by by making it non-threatening, it. right? Yeah. Um, but so, at the same time, bowling is such a crappy game that it offends me that you would tell your kids that. It's only crappy if you're crappy at it. Right. Which I am. Right. So but, but, so, but I feel that that could set your kids up for failure later because then they have this, like, um, uh-huh. uh, uh, explaining uh, it to their friends or right. something. Well, well, really more, they My don't, they don't daddy. have a realistic viewpoint of it and right. they could either okay. like understand later like oh you were just protecting me or they could get upset like why did you think i was too little and beneath you to understand the process and so, and i don't like that right. lie sp- specifically for the same reason that i don't like a couple other lies that we'll sure. talk about absolutely so sylvia asked me what that was and instead of saying rain i said oh it's the sky crying and i went that is dumb i instantly Instantly, That's when good. this sounds the, stupid, the sky yeah. is so emo. The sky, <laughs> it just listened to the full My Chemical Romance debut album. It was it just like the sky crying. was cutting its arm, <laughs> guitar riff, like its <laughs> girlfriend <laughs> wasn't calling it back. The skinny jeans wouldn't fit anymore. They had too many bagels. <laughs> the, the, black, the, 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 gray, the black shirt, the gray scarf, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, 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 <laughs> scarf. Yes, so the hair gel. So she went. Sky's crying. She like actually. That's, that's what, she that's was what, like. That's, 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 that's stupid. <laughs> that's what corrected me. Is she looked at me and went, "The sky's crying." She, as a two year old, thought that sounded dumb. And I went, "You know what? You're right." And I said, "You know what?" I sat down on her flo- like on the floor in the bedroom and went, "I don't know why I told you that. I was being weird." And she was like, "Yeah, you were." She straight up was like, "Yeah, you were." And I said, "That's rain." She's like, rain, okay. And I said, that comes from the moisture in the air being sucked up into the clouds. And when the weather patterns come around, or like I simplified it, right? Yeah. But I was like, and then the water comes from the clouds. It feeds into our grass. We put moisture back into there. And I said, it's a cycle. And she went, oh, that makes sense. So it's rain. I went, yeah, it's not going to hurt you. Sometimes we can get a lot of it, and there can be flooding, and that's dangerous. But where we are, there isn't any, and we're fine. And nice. she went, okay. And then she was fine. And then thunder... We were actually at uh, Amanda's grandpa's lake house in East Texas when there was a big thunder and lightning storm because it's out in East Texas. There's nothing there, so there's a lot of them at around a certain period yeah. of the year. And so there was thunder, and she was like, what's that? And she was just interested, and he's a big like science guy, and he was like, oh, that's when the wind comes like goes apart and then comes together real fast, and it makes this boom sound and the lightning, and he explained that. And she went, oh, cool. And so she was like, thunder, boom, clap. And she'd like, she clap thought her it hands. was cool. Right, awesome. and so – and so to like when she's gone on, she's like, "What's this?" And I say, "You know, um, shout out to Pete Delkis, uh, right. former detox guest." Right. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> but but that's the but that's the thing is I've been very honest with her, and it makes it easy because then I don't have to feel like I have to keep track of the lies that I'm telling her, right. yeah. and I also feel like I'm respecting her intelligence, even as a two and a half year old, to understand what I'm saying. Well, yeah, because part of that isn't like like I'm going to explain this to you now. You're going to get it on one level. You may right. not get it, but look, we're just going to keep telling the truth until you can get it because right, right. you will, and you'll have that basis, and you'll appreciate. Well, it, you'll have it, that it foundation of, of dad yeah. always telling you the truth. Yeah, and it, I don't it, blame my parents for saying that. Like I didn't have a problem with them when I got old enough to understand it. I didn't have a problem with them telling yeah. me that. I understood why they did. We'll talk about a problem potentially right. in a moment, but yeah. it can be a problem. And one we touched yeah. on earlier in the in the, in the episode. So uh, you know, I am the same way with Ellie. Like I didn't from the get go. I'm like thunder is this. 
Thunder sure. is the air is is basically boom the clap. the air moving together in a way that that causes it causes friction. So I was like I was well, like well, I was isn't, like isn't that awesome? Because the way you guys explain that or or your you said who who explained it was uh, it was uh, my wife's grandpa. Okay, yeah, okay, like, okay. Yeah. So your father in law or no your grandfather in law grandpa in law. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. So so he like like the way you guys are explaining that to their your kid your kid thinks that's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're helping them discover the world, so they, they right. think it's cool. Right, they're, they're, you're like fascinating them into science. Right, except yeah. that Ellie's, and Ellie's I, freaked I out. Really dumb, She's but. still freaked out by thunder and lightning because sure, it, it's sure, loud. That can happen. It's yeah. loud. It flashes. It wakes her up. Like it, it, there's no denying that. But to explain to her is like this is something that naturally happens. This is something that's going to happen. This is why it happens. This is what it's not. Oh well, uh, God's angels suck at bowling, like because. <laughs> Because bowling's a dumb game, <laughs> right? Gabriel's like, but it's not like again. Satan yeah. and his demons, awesome at bowling. Gabriel like, stands and confirms that hails angels, my own prison or something. Hashtag Creed reference. I don't know. My but hashtag it's, Creed reference. But it's I, I think I think that's part of it is, is establishing early, and it goes back to what you were saying: establishing early that there are explanations for these unexplainable events. We're not we're not the ancient Aztecs or the Indians or cavemen or whatever that don't have scientific explanations. When I say Indians, being a quarter Indian, like dot a, or feather, uh, da, uh, feather. But it's like Native like, Americans, like, like the whole thing of like first nations like, oh, for like the the, the god of the gods are angry because this that sound is happening in the sky. We have an right. explanation. Mm-hmm. We have something that has been tried and true. That is a theory that's been proven. There's scientific mm-hmm. method, whether, you know, and you can get a whole different thing, but it's like we have a way of saying this is what is happening. And my, my two-year-old, four-year-old, five-year-old is not going to understand thunder and lightning. What she's going to understand is my dad has consistently told me that this sure. is what it is. Right, sure. and, and, and dad's not worried about this, yes. right. so I shouldn't be worried about this. And when you break this. it down into a simple explanation like that, you remove the... Uh, mysticism. I, I guess like yeah, the God, mis- the God complex. And, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean like when you don't have an explanation for something and you have that mysticism yeah. and that mystery, it can become an all-encompassing thing that is terrifying. It becomes some sort of magic power. Right. Yeah. And then you're like, I don't know what's going to happen. But if you break it down, it's like, okay, well, I still don't have any control over it, but I can understand right. what causes it and remove myself it, it, from it, situations. My, my biggest thing is I want Ellie to when she's eight. And she goes to second grade science class and then or science and she understands the teacher explains to her why they just she's gonna be like, Oh, that's what my dad's yeah, told me dad from like the last about. six as far as I can remember, that's what dad has told mm-hmm. me. And and yeah. Teresa's on the same page, and I think that's the important thing is like you and your spouse, you and your partner, you mm-hmm. and your ex spouse, you and your ex whatever, mm-hmm. that you are on the same page telling your kid the same thing to show right. them consistency. And that is such an important thing with as parents. Yeah, I agree. And so so transitioning from that a little bit because I, I well, think it, it's interesting because you guys essentially what we were talking about right there was was a spectrum, and we always talk about this. It's not necessarily black or white. There's a gray area in there that you want to comfort your kid and stuff. I think I'm but, firmly right. in the magenta part of that spectrum. You're in the magenta, yeah, I believe that. <laughs> um, you're you're maroon. Yeah, um, I have a joke about that later. Okay. Dad joke, but no, but uh, not maroon like, one, not I maroon like, two, but maroon five. John, John just threw up in his um, mouth. <laughs> but no, no. What, what I uh, what I wanted to say is because well, well, to, to transition. Yeah. There's a couple of really popular lies that that people tell their kids. Uh, they were told to me, and it's in the name of fun or tradition. And that is things like the Easter Bunny, the or Santa Claus, or Galan, as you're dealing with. 
just now, uh, yeah. or like right now, the Tooth Fairy. Yep. Right. So, so here, here's the thing. If you're listening with your kids, push pause. Send your kids off to to watch never, a never video. Like, I don't know like, why you would be listening to this show with your kids. Yeah. Some people I do. Some people I do. Some people I know do. Just and, because yeah. that's when they fit it in. And then that's I, 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 that, sometimes Sylvie asks to hear uh, Dita's the podcast guys. with the guys, Galan and John. She clarifies that the yeah. guys is Galan and John. She does, and then I'll play it, and she'll say. Hey, that's you. And I'm like, yeah, that's me talking. And she's like, whoa. And she's like, where's Glon and John? I'm like, they're at their house. But I hear them. I'm like, yeah, because it's through the radio. And then that's where I don't tell a lie. I explain, like, our voices are coming through a pre-recorded radio program. And so she'll be like, this is cool. Then she talks over, like, everything we say. But yeah. she still is like, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. She uh, has guys a kids are very cool. A, like a, because she's been there when we bonus, recorded. Like, she's and seen it, behind the curtain. Yeah, and yeah. then she's like, I want to – like a couple times she specifically asked to hear what we've worked on. I'm like, well, here it is. That's amazing. So, so, so yeah, so if, you, cool. if you're not listening with your kids or they're younger or whatever, send, send them, them off to their watch room. Watch this later. Like, well, yeah, listen later. Watch the radio later. Yeah, so – it's Here's, not I, working. I'm a moron because my, <laughs> my parents never explained to me how so, this works. All right. So we're going to give you a five-second count-off to where we're going to start talking about the subject. So five, four, three, two. Santa Claus is fake. <laughs> well. One. The Thanksgiving turkey is not a real thing. Yeah. No, John, that's, that's real. John, no, no, like the one that comes and brings you magical cornucopias every year. John, no, that not. that's not a real thing. I should start that. Yeah, this you should year. start that. We're all John at detoxpodcast.com. And all complaints there. <laughs> so, um, so no, no. So here's the thing. So you guys are liars, man. We are. You lie we, to we your are kids. Liars. So here's the you thing. You lie to your kids about Santa Claus. Galan lies to his kid about the Easter Bunny the, the tooth and fairy. about the Tooth Fairy. So here's the thing: is Teresa and I decided, we, you know, in, in in I think every parent sits down and says, "Well, I'm not going to be the parent that like spreads the lie. Like I want my kid to trust me and telling them about Santa Claus is all blah 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 blah." blah. Yeah, but it's fun. And it, and it turns into Murloc talking to me. Forget Charlie Brown, like wah 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 wah. And it turns out like it just turns into Murloc talk. So here's the thing. Two great references there. Here, here's the thing: peanuts is and Murloc and World of Warcraft. Yeah, which which my favorite is the the baby little Murloc pet you got. Those like. That's awesome. Did you ever play uh, Heroes of the Storm? No, I haven't. All right. All but uh, right. but anyway, uh, my so Warcraft uh, uh, journey ended at two or three. Years old. No, 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 no. War- Warcraft two, Warcraft two, or, or Warcraft three. Oh, whatever I was Warcraft on like 3. the old like Windows ninety five, ninety eight. You know, Warcraft three. I, I, I think I think that talk- one was good, where you could like map out and you could see the whole map and you could I, send I think, people. I think I talking, played that so hard. Talking video game and nostalgia is a whole other different thing. Mm-hmm. That I would, You're right. I, I would love to talk about that. We but anyway, Chris, let's get back so, to this. So we we started off being like, you know, it's like I, I remember before we had kids, I was like, I want my kid to be like, my daddy says there's no such thing as Santa Claus. I didn't realize you guys were Dursleys. Wow. Yeah. yeah, we were totally like sour. Up. It's like I wanted my kid to ruin Christmas for every other kid. Well, that's vindictive and messed up, dude. No, no, no. Did no, we no. talk about this on our very did, first episode? Maybe, we we maybe, did talk we about did. this a little bit, so, but so, I feel like we haven't talked about it in the context of. Oh, lying. sure, sure, sure. So, sure, sure. so I wanted, I wanted my kid. I, I, I was, I was PG thirteen being a dick. Sure. I wanted, I wanted to have that dickish moment of my kid ruining other kids. Yeah, that's messed as up. As soon as Elliot was born, Typical I'm like, I want my kid. I want Classic. my kid to have Classical. every aspect of a childhood, and sure. the idea of spreading the Christmas spirit. And we haven't gotten into Saint Nick and all of that. Like Santa Claus is just a, a fantastical figure sure. that brings presents inexplicably into our house, writes notes to my kid, eats the damn carrots that she gives because Daddy's a diabetic and can't have cookies and milk, so he has carrots and water. Because the carrots, Santa's feed, trying to watch his figure. The, it's the fine. Ca- no, no, Santa feeds his reindeer. 
because that's it, a his, that's his, rain, his reindeer to expand the life. A lot of people give him cookies, but yeah. no one feeds the reindeer. Yeah, right. ex- that's great. Reindeer's They're hungry. Are doing all the They're going all night. So yeah. the thing is, is like we want all the work pulling oh, his butt. We and, and at some point he could he needs to be on a keto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my approach is the moment that Ellie asks, "Is Santa Claus real?" I'm going to say, "No, uh-huh. Santa Claus is not real." The spirit of Christmas. She's, she's not back yet. Right? No, she's not. Okay. We we she'd come in this way behind me. Oh, okay. The moment she has, I would explain the spirit of Christmas is real. This is who this is who Santa Claus is based on. There's a historical figure, or at least supposedly there's a historical sure. figure that did this, this, and this. Right. And the spirit of Christmas is giving and sharing with your family. So when we give you presents and you come in, we get to see your excitement. And as your mom and dad. We enjoy that, sure. and that's what Christmas is about to us. That's not mean that that you're not going to get surprises on Christmas Day, but at that point, once she understands and surprises, mommy and daddy do that. You know, you know, it's interesting. I, I'll say, um, my parents kind of did that in that they were like, "Santa's coming, Santa's coming," but like, they never, they never went so far as to be like, "Santa's always real," and they never hit it. But they never outright told me like, "Santa's not real." Like, eventually, I got to a point where I figured it out. But there was one year when I was, I don't know. Way too old, right? The I was whole, 12 before I stopped believing in Santa Claus, the, by the way. Just a disclaimer. No, it's fine. Um, but, like, I knew Santa wasn't real. But, Ninja Turtles did it. But the whole Ninja thing. Ninja Turtles, Santa Claus. It was all the, the same year. But the whole I th- think I realized Santa wasn't real around the time that I learned what sex was, which was second grade. I thought you were, like, 18. No. Yeah, wow. which, which was wow. 23. Mister, I've been friends with you for 30 years. Thanks for saving me. Like for those other years or whatever, when Mister, I learned in second grade that Santa Claus wasn't real. You just let me go to like four more years. That's Sorry, a, that's buddy. a good, that's a good friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. he was just trying to protect my right. feelings yeah. even way back then. No, yeah, but it was, uh, it was it was a thing. Son of a Santa, Santa never bought, or I think maybe one or two years brought like big gifts. Usually, the thing in our house was Santa fills the stockings. All the gifts are from, and that's right. interesting. Yeah, that's and, interesting, and that's different. Um, it, that's different than my family. Right, Santa so, brought the big gift. Right, at my so house. yeah, that's so, right. It is like Santa brings all the gifts on the twenty fifth. Right. Oh wow. So yeah. we had a couple gifts that were like that. Um, but as I got older, you know, money got tightened. So my parents were just like, the stockings are from Santa. Everything else is, is from us. Um, and I remember one – and so I always loved waking up. I would always wake up before everybody. I would go look at my stocking and I would go put it back and I'd like go back to bed. That was what I did every year. And then one year, like I'm in high school and I go and I get up and I go and like there's nothing in the stocking. And I was so sad and disappointed. I went back to bed <laughs> and I like way overslept because I was like, what's the point? There's no, there's no reason to get up. <laughs> and like that was so st- – w- it was probably like 15 or 16. So like I was extra emo. But uh, <laughs> hashtag emo Joe. <laughs> Emojo, but but that like emoji, but emojo, right? Emojo, but uh, that's probably a better version right. of that hashtag emojo. But I guess I, I guess <laughs> I guess I say that like my parents were probably just like, ah, the jig's up, no reason to keep going. It's right. not a big deal. But for me, I was like, I looked forward to that, even though I knew Santa wasn't real. And so I think there is still value with like doing the we're gonna wait it, and do stuff. It's tradition. Yeah. So, like, by the time yeah. you your kids understand, by the time they're 7, 8, or 10, or 11, you've established a tradition. Sure. Of and I love my mom and dad. Is, if they're listening, yeah. I don't yeah. hold in your right. no, It's no. just like... Yeah. In the same way, I found a receipt yeah. for my, my battle chest in the, like, Nintendo game in my mom's purse because she asked me to go and look for something. I don't hold that against her by any means that... I my childhood was robbed because I you know like I found out the Santa wasn't real. Sure. But the thing is like it becomes a, a tradition at that point. Yep. So. so so for me this is the thing and this is 
going to get into armchair parenting where we're talking about it. I don't like this because I feel like this is is lying would be lying to my kids. Although at the same time, I feel like <laughs> what kids? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sorry. Yeah, thanks. But but I I do feel like that. Uh, I feel like this is something each parent has to kind of decide how to, yeah. to to handle or whatever. But for me, I don't like it, and the main reason is because uh, it's for religious reasons. I, I'm sure. a Christian. I feel like I want to teach my my children that God is real. This is you know, and, and I don't want them to equate that to Santa Claus, which is some or the Easter Bunny sure. or right. the the whatever the Tooth Fairy. That at some point I'm gonna be like, just kidding. I was lying about that stuff. Right. But this stuff, I believe, is real. So, so that's for, fair for me. Sure. The the approach that that are not being a parent that I would sure. want to take would be like, look, this is a game we play. A lot of people play this. So, some of your friends don't know that this is fake because their families are playing this with them until they get old enough. Sure. But uh, we're gonna play like this. But just so you know, mom and dad are providing you this. Sure. So that's and, kind. Of, I will and, say, and, my parents are pretty pretty devout Christians, and and. And that's kind of how I grew up. I mean, it was a little more structured than that. You know, yeah. they didn't outright say that, but they were also kind of like, it was kind of like that, you know? So, so like I didn't have a full hardcore belief in, in Santa, but more of the spirit of St. Nick and, and the Which the is holiday. probably why it wasn't such a big yeah. deal yeah. once you found out. Yeah. Or whatever. So, so yeah. Here's my approach as the religiously neutral person in, in, in the situation is... Once Ellie is old enough to understand, I want her to understand that Christmas, Ramadan, Hanukkah, whatever, that there are holidays that have a significant religious impact. Uh-huh. I don't expect her to understand that at four years old. Um, and, and it's not this episode, but they're like the, the whole idea of, of approaching religion and how we approach that with our kids, whether we have religious beliefs or not, is a wholly different subject. But I want her to understand that there are people and people that she knows and that she is close to that and, and may or may not be her parents that have that this holiday is something bigger than just that is bigger than just gifts. You know, for for the Christians it is the the celebrated birth of the central figure of their religion. Sure. Um you know it, I don't want her to grow up. Is irreverent the right word? I don't want her to grow up irreverent of of sure. that, disrespectful of that. I want Ignorant my I, I want my I want my kid to grow up respecting the fact that other people believe either the way that she does or differently or than she believes. Sure. But that as a family, that, that that this you know that and again to go back to episode one, like we go all out. We have I think like thirteen inflatables. Like <laughs> our front yard is. We get into the quote unquote Christmas spirit, sure, sure. and she does too. Like there's here in Arlington, Texas, there's a thing called interlocking. Yeah, she, that place is pretty bad. Ellie loves the idea of Christmas. Um, she loves the idea of Santa Claus. She gets excited. She comes in. Part of it comes to I want my kid to I want my kid to have the experiences of being a kid to being sure. in this, the, the the and we go back to the the whole innocence thing. I want her to just have fun. Without having to worry about the the social, religious, whatever aspects that go beyond the four walls, like well, quote unquote, the four walls of our house. Sure, right. And the simplistic of the oh yeah, the tooth fairy comes in and takes your tooth, or the Easter bunny comes in, eats the carrot, and leaves, or Santa Claus comes in and miraculously gets into the house through a vent in the, the wall. Through eats a, the potato and leaves the beer for dad. I no, want her to understand that. I also. 
I also that's a great tradition, right? Let's start that next thing. The, 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 the whole thing is 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 I, I also as a parent, as an individual, as a human being, I respect the fact that other people don't want to do that. Sure. I don't think that this is the 100% right way of doing it. I don't think this is the only way of doing it. Sure. This is what my wife and I agreed that we would do sure. based on the traditions of our family. That way we could honor my dead grandmother and grandfather who did this for years because I live with them and her family and whatever. And we feel like this is the most neutral way to raise our kid in the world. Sure. And, and that way when she gets old enough to make her make informed decisions or as informed as she could be if she's her dad, then she's not very smart and she can't process a bunch of different things. But I, you know, like this is as neutral as I can get. But yes, it, it does involve a certain amount of lies to her. And with, but the moment she asks, I say, okay, this is this is why we did it. This is the reason I did it. And going forward, I'm not going to do it anymore. Sure. Like, and we we yeah. established that moment of honesty. I will say. One thing I do appreciate, and I know this is bleeding into holiday talk, but I will say as far as being honest with your kid, the the thing that is essential, I think, about December, I guess you could say the month of December, that I always find inspiring is they call it the holiday season for a reason. Like you've got multiple, you've got Christmas, you've got Hanukkah, you've got Kwanzaa, whatever Happy you choose. Happy holidays. What, whatever you <laughs> We've gotten into that before. But my point is each holiday is – celebrating something specific, something miraculous that has happened for whoever, or it's just celebrating the fact that people are trying to be better than themselves. On make a people basis. around you better. They're, they're trying to make, you know, you're trying to help your fellow man, if right. you will. Right. You know, if you want to go with Christianity routes because, you know, Jesus was born and he gives the gift of eternal life. For Hanukkah, it's the Maccabees were only had enough, you know, lamp or enough oil for one night and they're, their candles lasted for eight nights. So you're celebrating the miraculous power of God providing. You know, if you go in for Kwanzaa, you're celebrating the fact that, I forget, but each day is like a different gift or a different um, blessing. And so you're celebrating the fact that you are alive and you're able to help your fellow man. So each one is about bettering mm -hmm. yourself. And that is ultimately what's exciting about each one. And that's what I want to leave my kid with. Whether or not they get upset about Santa, it's like, you know, for me, we're celebrating this. We're having fun giving you gifts right. and, and, but to me, what I love about the Christmas season, the holiday season, whatever, is the fact that I, you know, it reminds me that we're not alone. We're all here together, and we should all try and be better than we normally are. And, 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 and I guess to, to kind of wrap that up and put a nice bow on it, is ultimately someone that is a, a central figure in Ellie's life, her godfather, you know, when she's old enough to understand, I want her to understand that there is a, an aspect to Easter – to Christmas. That's my traditional. That, that's, that's my traditional role is Godfather. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, no. 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 Teaching. the aspect about God. Sure. Through the, yeah. yeah. So it's absolutely. like, and, and I want her to understand that that this is important to him. And and, and for me, I you know, as someone who kind of sits sits somewhere, just I guess right of the fence. Sure. I want her to understand how important that is to him. How important he is to her. Sure. And. Ultimately, whether she at some point, 10 years, 15, 20 years down the road, whether she chooses to accept that or not, I want her to understand the importance that that is to him, sure. the importance that is to other people, the importance that is to families that she might be, you know, that, that her friends might be part of, and that it, it's okay mm -hmm. for them to do that. And, you know, and, and I think as, as our kids grow in intelligence and understanding of the world, 
we open up the the we we unravel the world for them. Right now, Ellie doesn't understand beyond. Oh, a big fat dude in a red suit brings presents because I I behave well. Oh, right, it, right. We use it as a behavioral deterrent. Sure. As she gets older and she can understand the more complexities behind that, I unwrap that. The moment that she gets, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? She gets um critically like she thinks critically enough to question that. Then I'm going to say, okay, excellent, great job. That's a great question. No, that's not the case. Yes, I've lied to you. This is why I did it. As long as I can come in and I can explain, this is why I misled you. And I and I hid the truth from you. I think that she'll understand if she's critical to, enough. If she has a critical enough mind to question Santa Claus, she'll have a critical critical enough mind to understand why. And I've you could say like, yeah, and wasn't that fun? We've had yeah, fun we, this whole time, fun. and we'll, it, we'll still we'll, pretend. We'll, we'll continue to have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. yeah. doesn't mean the gifts are going to stop. They just yeah, right, right. Yeah. So, so transitioning just a little bit. So, I want to ask you guys: Is it okay to lie to your kids to teach them not to lie? Because the whole thing that brought this on in the first place sure. is. We're having this conversation at lunch with that friend that I mentioned earlier, and and we were talking about um, funny lies that parents have told kids, and it was like one of those websites. It's like you know whatever, like oh, twenty one yeah. funny lies oh, parents right. have told kids, right? And and one of them was like um, they told their son every time you lie to mom and dad. There is a dot that appears on your forehead <laughs> that no one can see but your mom and dad. Like, you won't be able to see it, but your mom and dad see it until you tell them the truth. So it's like a weird Pinocchio type thing. Yeah, it's a weird Pinocchio type thing that Except they were just using. Your mom and dad. It was a lie <laughs> that they were trying to use okay. to, to, to get the kid not in, to okay. lie. I do, I do. In, in a way, I wish we had known <laughs> that was the reason. I think you may have mentioned it before, but I wish I had known that was the reason because that is a wholly other different. <laughs> conversation I, to have. Well, that's we, why we, it's a different question right Yeah, now. we could, we could probably do an entire episode sure. on... Because we, on... we haven't talked about this, but <laughs> but the question is, so so is it okay to lie to teach your kids not to lie? Uh, My opinion would be no, because is it okay to murder to teach your kid not to murder? So, well, so, so, no. okay, so is it again, okay to so, steal to teach your kid not to so steal? So for I that, no, I would right. say that goes back to the whole... I don't. I, I have a problem with parents humili- humiliating their kid. Sure, right. Doing that and saying, "Oh yeah, there's this, there's a deformity on you that that grows when you lie until you tell the truth." That's humiliating your kid into behavior. Honesty. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's not the way that I want my kid to learn honesty. That's so, not the correct so, motivation. So I would so, say that there, there's a fault in that. There, there, there's a there's a nugget of. I understand the reasoning. There's probably something good in that, but that's faulty logic. So I'll say, <laughs> I think there's some value in lying to your kids to uh, better them, and I will explain my reason. So we have Amazon Prime is one of the things we have. You know, we have, like, uh, all the streaming stuff because we don't have cable. But on Amazon Prime... God bless you for that. No, it's okay. But on Amazon Prime, like, um, when she's at her sitter's house, sometimes they watch um, Nickelodeon stuff like uh, like Bubble Guppies, okay? Da-da-da-da-da, Nickelodeon. Right, but not the good Sorry. kind of Nickelodeon. Anyways. Oh. So no slime, no, no uh, double no. dare. Bubble oh, Guppies okay. is the worst. Oh, I checked it out. So no, but but the point is, there's stuff on like all the Nickelodeon stuff has like an orange border to let you know it's a Nickelodeon brand. Like that's part of their branding, right? So you've got like Dora the Explorers on there, Diego. I think I, I guess I, I, I'm I'm spitballing. So you, don't correct me if I'm wrong. Just understand that I don't care enough to go research this. <laughs> Joe at detoxpodcast.com. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But Bubble Guppies. DA or uh, uh, Dora, this, these are things I do not want to watch, right? So when she asks to watch it, I tell her, hey, do you see that orange border? And she says, yes. And I say, anything with an orange border means that 
we do not have access to watch it. So if it has an orange border, no, we can't watch that. <laughs> so she doesn't ask to watch it anymore because she sees it and goes, oh, that's an orange border. We can't watch it. Wow. So instead, we watch Star Wars. We watch Batman. We watch Good. other stuff Good. that is not Bubble Guppies and Dora the Explorer. So to me, I feel like I am bettering her instead of worsening her so, by watching Bubble Guppies. So you've taken her from like the kids' Sad. cartoons to like the actual like older kids' cartoons that are acceptable for parents to watch that aren't a complete beat down like Sophia the First, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, right. et cetera. And but so I, feel like, I feel like, like it's okay because I'm bettering her. And later she'll be like, why did you lie to me? And I'm like, well, that stuff would rot your brain. Okay. But at least this way, you, like, got you to learn about Star Wars, Wars. You learn about Batman. Yeah. I don't know why you you're about upset Lightsabers, right the Force. No, here's, I think here's the thing. is, And what's funny is, is actually... And I, I, and I jest. But, like, I'm still deceiving my child. But I feel like if I was like, yes, we can watch it, then I'd be like, no, I'm being a pushover parent. And I don't want you to be exposed to this. What's so. funny is is I think Ellie, like, watching, like, the cartoon level of, like, My Little Pony or whatever, she's realized how silly or how dumbed down, like, the Disney Junior stuff is. So, like, sure. the, the over, the over yeah. like, the, the heavy-handed life lessons that, like, Sophia the First tells you, that it tells kids – like she's like, that's dumb. I don't want to watch that anymore. By the way, PJ Masks is terrible. I'd never watched it, and then we were <laughs> the at PJ like, Masks. Da, 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 no, it has no value. I well, will go worse, on record by saying PJ Masks what, has no value. If you're going to watch a superhero show, watch da, anything da, da, else. What's worse is like anything the else. Little the da, 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 little Einstein's. I pulled out my soapbox for that da, one. Da, 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 I'll put it. You guys and your dad. Shows. I was trying to kill a mosquito. Yeah, we have a mosquito somehow in the house. I don't know. It's not flying around anymore. Back to but yeah, so that, that's really interesting. It's like, but anyways, that's my that's my like innocent, not really innocent. Go look at Groupon. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyways, so yeah. so yeah, yeah. So that's interesting because you sound like yeah. Well, it's okay to. Lo- well, no, no. You guys kind of had varying opinions, about it. but you're, yeah. you're not saying it's okay to lie to teach right. your kid not to lie. You're saying, I'm just saying like, sometimes there's gray areas where like I lie to better my. Kid. I guess you. I guess you could say. If you want to break it down this way, no, I'm not trying to rap. It's just a matter of fact. <laughs> My <laughs> name's Joe, and I'm going. I'm here to say, lying to your kid is not okay. Something coming up from the ground. You got a message that we cowabunga. Hashtag cowabunga. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. If you want to look at it this way, what I'm saying is, it's okay to lie to your kid for the greater good. But I'm not really saying that. But if you want to tl okay, colon dr that. That's it. Okay. That's it. Okay. Dumbledore slash Grindelwald so, for the greater good. So as we're transitioning into the topic of, as we're trying, I was trying to do the like Deathly Hallows symbols. Like, oh. Thanks. Okay. I was trying to do the Deathly Hallows symbols. As okay, as we're transitioning into the the topic of armchair parenting, which I don't think will go as long as this, but but the the whole thing that brought this up was when I was having that conversation at lunch with my friend. I she they were talking about this, and I'm like. Man, I'm not okay with that. I'm like, I don't think it's okay to lie to your kid to teach them not to lie. I think uh, I that's bet a they bad went, idea. I bet they went, but John, you don't have kids. That's exactly so what happened. So your what opinion a bunch of doesn't of no. <laughs> matter. Well, here's the thing. She was busting my balls the same way we do around the table, making sure. fun of each other, because she was just my friend. So she right. was saying that. But I've heard that conversation. I've heard that excuse used a lot in other areas where, like, oh, you didn't vote for the president. So you so, don't get to comment on, so on... On what the president does. Sure. Or, or you've never served in the military. So you don't so get you, to comment on... On war. Or right, on a military you're, action. You're, you're not a writer, so you can't, you can't criticize, criticize the book. You're not you've a musician. You've never made a movie. You've never so written you a song. you can't talk about how that yeah. movie's not good. So, so that, that sure. drives me crazy because I feel like the whole point of this podcast, for instance, is... 
hearing different dads' stories and perspectives so that we can listen to that and it makes us think about what our preconceived notions sure. are. And so e- either either it makes us examine it. So either it strengthens what we've already felt and we figure out why we felt that in the first place. Right. So we justify it. Yep. Or we say, man, that's a great perspective I've never considered. I can take that piece of what they said and yep. I think it – applies to my situation and I should use it to make me a better dad. And and here's the thing. So right from the top, one of the three hosts of this podcast that has an equal voice and has actually, from some perspectives, the most popular host is the the non-parent. It's true. It's true. I'm just kidding. I don't. Both both people on our side have said, John's comment on this episode was my yeah. favorite part of the so, episode. Yeah, here's the thing. We take that. We, we, now we need to insult John so we yeah. bring him down a peg. Yeah. We, we put it prominently and, and then we feature an equal voice on this podcast. The yep. fact that, that, that John and, and whether we make fun or, or you know in light of or whatever right. and in jest is he doesn't have kids. Right. So his his role in this is, is essentially to be like I kind of think that's bullshit. Like why are you doing but, that? But I would say yeah, yeah and, and to that point I would say it's equally as important because and that's what also makes us stand out because there are other parenting podcasts out yeah. there that are just filled with people that are parents right. and they're kind of i don't want to say glad handing but they're like oh i'm struggling with two kids in this way you're struggling with this uh struggle with kids whereas that's, john that's can step thing. in and say why are you doing it that way well yeah. well, the, well that's the, that's the thing i'm so like if, if and you don't hear that as a parent you don't if we took that we're if an echo make, chamber if yeah. you make the dividing line you have kids or you don't. That's that's not the only dividing line. Like you right. guys, you guys could say, "Well, Judge Moyer, uh, we only have had one wife. We've never had stepkids. So sure. what you're saying here is invalid because you don't know our right. situation." Yeah. Or you could say, "Whatever, like Del Hansen, we've never been broadcasters that felt like right. we had to put our career first right. for the benefit of our kids. Right. So your your situation isn't." Isn't relevant right. to us. Or, we or can't even, or any even, wisdom. Hey, right. or Pipes, your kids, you, yeah, your kids like not autistic. Been, yeah. So, right. so what you're saying, what you've learned about being a father, doesn't apply. It's not like that. Every right. guest we've had, yep. and, and and I'll even go further, but like every guest we've had has helped you guys been able, like been able to say it's given you the opportunity to say. Wow, I've never thought about being mm-hmm. a father like that. Like, yeah, like that's never entered it, into my perspective, and it's made me think. Either a, am I doing something? different than you because that's what I really believe in and I have a good reason for it or is that something I can incorporate into my sure. experience right. as a dad if, and for me even beyond that it's it's just like is that something I can incorporate into my own life as a person right. learning from your experience sure. as a dad well, you know yeah. and the same thing with talking to you guys about your experiences as being yep. a dad well yep. and, and so when you say something or a non-parent says something it brings me back to a, resp- a perspective that I've lost of one day when I'm a parent, I'm going to do, to do this. Sure. The, the uh, I don't want to say optimistic view of being a parent, but the outside right. of I'm not in yeah. that situation. I'm not living that day to day. So my viewpoint's not skewed by events X, Y, and Z. I've lost. Right. I, to be honest, it, I've lost sight of that. It is really hard when you're a parent. You're in the trenches on a daily basis yeah. is the way I phrase it. And it is really hard to look up out of your foxhole. And see what the bigger picture is. You, you can't. Is you hard. can't remove yourself from it. It's so yeah. ingrained of who you. It is hard. It, so so it is nice yeah. to have someone that is, you know, way back from that to look and just say you seem to be doing okay, but you also seem to be really stressed. And maybe there's a more efficient way you could do it, or maybe I don't know. It seems like you're really exhausted, or maybe yeah. like 
I'm not quite sure why you're approaching it that way. And when you have somebody that just can question and hit stuff at you yeah. or comment, it helps you step back and go, oh, I haven't taken time to reflect. And that is what is very uh, yeah. valuable as a parent. I, I almost value my conversations about parenting with non-parents. Mm-hmm. No, no, screw that. I've Outside of them with my wife and with you guys, I value my conversations with non-parents more than I do with my conversations with parents. Sure. Because with parents, you're automatically, as I just mentioned, you already you are, have the perspective. Of you're a in an echo chamber sure. for the most part. You may have slightly, var- you may have slight variances, but you are preaching to the choir. Or, yeah, you, no, or I, you're more prone to judge if you're like, oh, yeah. well. Mm, I well, understand someone's perspective. Sure. If, for instance, you guys are both parents, yeah. if I were to come in and say, "You guys are doing that completely wrong. This is how you should do it." Well, then consider the source and be like, right. "Dude, that guy's not a parent. He doesn't know what he's talking yeah. about. He's a Cowboys but, fan." No, I'm yeah, yeah, exactly. That guy's not a parent. He's a Cowboys fan. <laughs> but no, uh, no. But we're not a Philadelphia podcast. No, we aren't. Um, and we're not a New York podcast. We're not a Washington D.C. podcast. Yeah, screw them because guys, yes. yeah. Um, but, uh, screw the Redskins. No, no. We, we love all of you. No, um, NFC East. Hashtag feed Zeke. NFC Wait. East dead. <laughs> feed Zeke. But, no. <laughs> Um, Hashtag six games missed. Oh, oh, don't say that. Dude. No, that makes me sad. No, no, but but my point being is, I do understand that if if I were to come in and say like, look, the way you're raising Ellie is completely wrong. You need to give her as much candy as possible and let her watch all of Quentin Tarantino's films. Well, then you could say you like like. There's two different responses you could have to that. One, you could be like, I'm not considering any of that because you're not a parent and right. that's stupid. Or or two, you could be like. That's an interesting perspective. Let me run it through my filter, and then you make your own decision. Like, yeah. like now nah, that didn't add anything helpful yeah. to me. I'm not going to. It's like or, I'm going to take a PTO or, day and do that myself. Or why do you think that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or why do you think that? Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing is, yeah. is, is when you and I have conversations, especially about Ellie, and like, is, like when we, we went, if we go to putt putt or something, yeah. and, and you see her in her element, yeah. and then you're like, why? No, no, that, that's yeah. an extreme example because like, why do you let yeah. her graffiti with spray paint? Where yeah. does she get the? Spray He's like, paint? I, I feel know. like she needs to make her mark wherever she but, can. But you know, it's it's that it's is going back to that creativity. <laughs> I want to like <laughs> yeah. encourage that. That's a nice yeah, callback. But your whole you. thing, like, like even just this conversation, harking back five ten minutes ago, when you're like, I have very I have religious leanings on this holiday, like, and then it, 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 that's why conversation it's important to like, me not to lie. So why sure, do you, why do you sure. do this? And then you and I have a a, a five ten. One out minute, five, one hour conversation about it. Yeah, I grow from that. Just like every guest, I yeah, take it. Just and, like and, I grow from that. Yeah, sure. and that's the whole thing. Is is I mean, and that goes to the fact that we have a long established friendship. But if you have friends that you can talk to that question you, as a parent, you shouldn't be offended that they question you. Right. There, there, there's a, a there's a an artist, a, a band from back in the nineties. They put out recently, but there's a band called Grandma Train, and one of their and they're a Christian band. And one of the one of the lyrics that has stuck with me since high school is that starts out one of their songs is some say doubt is disappointing, but I'd say the question is to understand. If you and I have a conversation and you make me question why I do something, that doesn't mean I have to change it. Just yeah. because I question why I do it doesn't mean I'm obligated to change why I right. do it. But it reaffirms why I do it. It makes me a better. It makes parent. you reflect on it. It, it makes me a better friend. Figure out why you understand. Better it. friend, better parent, better person. And if I am rejecting an opportunity to be a better friend, husband, person, father, whatever, I am in the wrong. 
you're not in the wrong for putting me in that situation. I am in the wrong for rejecting that. We should always, as individuals, as parents, as friends, be looking to grow who we are as a person. If we grow as people, we are better people. We better the world around us. It goes back to what Del Hansen said episodes ago. Make the people around you better. Mm -hmm. And if I'm shutting that off because you are pushing me out of my comfort zone, then F me because I'm not doing my job as a human being in this world. If you're not trying to... I got real passionate about something No, no, it's okay. If you're not surrounding yourself with people that are questioning what you're doing or allowing you to see the world from a different viewpoint, then you are seriously limiting your experiences with the world. I do not need yes men in my life. I need... Why? I need. We why have, I, I, I feel like say, I feel like yeah. the powers in the conversation. Yeah. We have this podcast yeah. because we all have like a to hear similar... talk. <laughs> well, sure, sure, of course. Don't tell them that. No, of course. No, be the center I, of attention. No, all I no. listen to is this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> John has me send a, a, a mix of just him talking. <laughs> yeah, he, he cuts out Galan and myself. <laughs> He's like more me. More me. I need I need you to overlay me with more me. No. Music, movies, radio, gone from my life. <laughs> it's just me talking all the time that I listen when to. When John is at work, he doesn't listen to audiobooks or music. He just no. listens to sections of this podcast where he is talking. Not yes. even the guests. Just him asking no. the guests Re- questions. Really, really, John asked us if we could, I mean, <laughs> to call this the book of John. I mean, he yeah. just wanted And we <laughs> said, hey, hey, hey. And I've, never, I've never said this publicly before, but I always tell you guys, forget the guests. Right. <laughs> All about John. More John. More Hashtag John. More John. This, is, this is the AAG pod or AHA podcast. Right. All about John. No, yeah. but I will say we have this podcast, and what makes it special that I value is that I feel like we're very aligned with our views on most things. But I will say I'm probably a little left of center. John's probably a little right of center, and Galan's probably dead center. But that means how I feel that we kind of push and pull each other and we have a good dialogue and we have a good discussion regardless of what it is. And we, we never offend each other. We always make each other think about different stuff. We have a lot of topic or a lot of conversations off mic as much as we have on mic where I feel we walk away better friends because we, we share our perspectives and we walk away going, I didn't think about this. I didn't think about that. I appreciate it. It's a, interesting because it ties back into the honesty issue. Yeah. yeah. A- absolutely. Like, no, we're just going to be honest about yeah. who we are. And then, like we said, it challenges to think yeah. about like, now, now, like, why we think that way. Right. You know, and, 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 and I think John and I have touched upon this. And I think part of that and, and part of what guides me in that is the fact that our our relationship has gone awry at some point, And we've always come back together and able to grow from that. And that, that, that helps establish the... <laughs> The honesty aspect of it, but as we as we draw this um, as we draw this segment to a close, I think there's one thing that we can all agree that we agree on, What's and that, that is the subject of Kunlun. Oh God! Yeah, Kunlun we agree on. There's another thing we agree on <laughs> that I'll get to in just a second. I but I, I just want to say, say as we're closing this segment. Was there anything? Because I do understand the idea of armchair parenting, and my parenting parents would be like, "Ugh," about people that don't have kids that say certain things. Because, like, my mom, I grew up with my mom saying, "Before I had kids, I thought I had everything figured out." Sure. And once you have kids, Amen it changes. And what you guys have told taught me over the period of this podcast also is that like. Sometimes the first thing you try doesn't work. You've got to find the thing that works. Sure. And it's what be works, the fifth thing. Yeah, and and what yeah. the fifth thing is that works for you may not may not have been the thing that worked for seventy percent of other parents. Right, right. So, is there anything? I'm just curious, just as as a sort of a little little exclamation point on the end of this segment. Is there anything that before you guys had kids 
you thought that you had totally figured out about parenting that after you had kids, you realized, realized, oh, I was wrong about that. I will say uh, yes. So there was, before I had kids, or I, I guess I, even when Amanda was pregnant with Sylvie, and I would talk to my coworkers and I'd be like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to let them suck it up or I'm just going to let them, you know, I'm going to let them come to me. Like, I'm not going to come to them. Like, they can, you know, they can mold their way to me. And, like, that's a very broad – I don't have specifics because I have not slept since then. I have two kids. But – um, so I forget. But I do remember saying, like, oh, I'm going to have the cool kid. Like, I'm going to – you know, they're going to be so cool because, like, I'm going to be a cool parent. Like, that kind of stuff. And then I had a kid, and I'm like, that's bullshit. You can't say what kind of parent you're going to be. You can only – in my opinion, what I the advice I give to brand new dads or soon to be brand new dads is read and absorb as much as you can so you have an A, B, C, D, Z plan and be prepared to throw all of it out the window when none of it works and just make yourself flexible and be able to roll with it. I didn't think I needed to be flexible. I thought the kid would like mold to me and then I quickly was like, <laughs> no, kids, kids don't <laughs> yeah. give a shit. What's funny is we, 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 go, funny. we go into parenting being 20, 30 somethings mm-hmm. and we're the most moldable. Mm-hmm. Whereas the the this thing that comes into a uh, to use a Fight Club term like a lump of clay, yeah, is the most immobile, immobile, yeah. immovable object. What did I what did I go into like thinking I had figured out everything? I thought I knew what I was the kind of parent sure. I was going to be, and I'm not at this point five years in the kind of parent I'm, I thought I was going to be. Yeah, for better or for worse, or for both. For better, because you know what that little shit that's a turd and and frustrates <laughs> me. Guy. Frustrates, oh, 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 yeah, frustrates <laughs> oh, oh, me I you you. <laughs> to no end. <laughs> Five years ago, him. Yeah. Pushes me to be a better person yeah, as, much, also a, as much as, yeah, yeah, like, you know, and, and the thing is, we all have ideas going in. We have, and those ideas get thrown out the window the moment we're exposed to the actual situation. Mm-hmm. Right on. Well, guys, we're going to be back for America's Favorite Segments, but before that... We are, when we get back, the first thing we're going to do is try probably the perfect dad food. That is accurate. Okay, guys, we're back, and we are going to start out before we get to America's Favorite Segments, which we will get to shortly. Yes. You guys heard earlier that this uh, company called Go Bacon, Adventure Ready Snacks, has sponsored our podcast, and they were nice enough to send along what I think is probably samples of the perfect dad food to us. I would agree. When when they sent this and Joe told us about the flavors they were sending us, because kudos to Joe for doing Dude, this. Dude, you have no idea how happy we were. <laughs> Dude, it was by so happy, I thought I thought we were going to have like I thought that we were going to have John's announcing that that somehow like John had a baby coming because that's, that's how excited That's how we excited, excited he was. Yeah. But yeah, so it's go bacon is really cool. It's it's basically bacon it adds jerky. Two, yeah, two amazing dad things together. One jerky. Who doesn't like beef jerky, dude? Uh, I do. Dude, I, I love beef I jerky. I love. Oh my gosh. Plus bacon. It's so bacon jerky. Bacon. It's flavored bacon. It's jerky. like when I heard about this company and I reached out to them and we were going back and forth about sponsorship. But when I heard about them, I went, "This is brilliant." Why has this not been thought of before? And I just thought I'd it say, like, just sitting around, because we, we have our samples in front of us, because we're going to live sample these for you guys. Yes. Yeah, so so fair the, warning. The, the, You're going to hear us eat for just a second. Yeah. But smell. Just When you when you inhale, I don't even have to like, mm-hmm. bend down. I can smell. Maybe it's the keto brain in mm-hmm. me. No, it's, it's but the delicious But I can smell, like, bacon. these are all incredibly oh. fragrant. So, 
Um, we're going to try the sriracha. Fl- so if you go oh, on to, so, to go bacon jerky, yeah. it's, it's go bacon jerky.com. You probably right. heard that in, in the, the promo, right? But they have, so essentially let's get the details out of the way. Sure. If you, if you order over $20, you get free shipping. That's right. If you use code Sweet. detox, D T A L K S, you get 20% off of your purchase. Any purchase over like so, $15 or more. Forget if they were sponsoring us like 20% off the purchase of jerky. That's awesome. This yeah. isn't so. That, that Get puts it, an awesome dad snack. By the way, that puts us in plenty of pockets in that yeah. diaper dude. That life. is accurate. So you could take the go bacon jerky and, and put, put it in, in the there. diaper. And the dude. cool thing about it, they have. So right now they only have the maple and the sriracha flavors. Those are the only two flavors they have right now. You can buy a four pack for. Twenty five uh, bucks. Twenty five bucks, and you can get twenty percent off that, and also free shipping. So that, that makes it about twenty dollars. Yep. Which, if you go to Target, Walmart, whatever, a, a, a package of Jack Links, just yep. generic, is four or five bucks. So yep. this is in line with that. So with free shipping and our discount, you you know, you're but supporting plus it. it's bacon. It's and, bacon. Oh, and bacon. I will say that you can also do a subscription. So if you want it sent to you every oh, week. Cool. Okay. You could do that, and and they knock off an extra ten percent if you do a subscription. Just for subscription. Oh, wow. So you get ten percent off that, plus you get twenty percent off that with the detox and free shipping. Code, if you order, $20. and you get free shipping. So you, how could you go wrong? Why would you go buy beef jerky when you could just get bacon jerky? Yep. So here awesome. we go. We're Let's going try. to try so the sriracha jerky. Sriracha and first. Then, yep. So oh, you're going to hear us chewing. So here we go. Well, like the 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 flavor of sriracha hits you right off the bat. It's really good. Oh my god, it's so tender. And the spice comes in. Oh my god. There's a very very slight amount of um of of like spicy to it, but oh my god, barely, this is amazing. Like, there's just it's just enough to add flavor. Mm. Mhm. It's actually spicy and sweet. Mm-hmm. It's, good. Yeah. it's like a really good it's like a really good blend. Sweet and spicy. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't love sweet and spicy? Dude, I gotta say, first of all, mm. I, I'm a huge fan of anything that's spicy. I love sriracha stuff, mm-hmm. so like, this is awesome for me. Well, I would totally buy this. Mm-hmm. What's well, actually what's interesting so, is is, is 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 keto. Now, of course, keto like the sriracha is less friendly than the maple is. But I've been doing sriracha with my chicken because you can do a little bit of sriracha and it's fairly low carb, mm-hmm. and it's like that adds so much kick and flavor to just like microwaved chicken. The fact that this is in like beef jerky flavor, mm-hmm. that's a really, really, and it's like, it's a, I mean, it's similar to you know the the Jack Link sweet and spicy, where it's like the the spicy sticks with you long enough to to remind you it's like that, that that's a really good flavor. It's not it's not overwhelming spicy, and it right. sticks with you and it reminds you it's like I just had something, you know, like it's like mm-hmm. a good salsa that's spicy. And I will tell you, um, I'm going to have one, a little bit more. One one thing that frustrates me about beef jerky, if you get like maybe a bad cut of it or a bad brand or maybe something you're not used to. It can like be real chewy and stick to your teeth and have all this. This, not at all. It's extremely tender. It breaks apart easily. It's like the right blend of chewy and melty and it's just, it's perfect. It's, yeah. it's because it's bacon jerky. That's totally. All right, let's try the maple, guys. All right, let's do it. That's really sweet. Holy cow, it's so good. Oh my okay. God. This is so good. It's like candy. Yeah. Oh my god. It's like candy jerky. Mm-hmm. Now we'll say it's really good. Having, it's two different experiences. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so as someone who's so, of course, mm. I, having been on keto for almost two weeks now, like the fact that it's it, mm. it, it, it now this one only has like five yeah, grams of carbs per, per for the whole entire package. Mm. So really, I'm getting like two carbs for what? How These much? These are I have. Uh, 1.5 ounce packages. <clears throat> yep. Yep. 
but it's it is if you're not someone that eats sweets a lot or you're someone that's on a low carb diet this is actually so if you eat like half the bag it's only two carbs which is not a lot it's really sweet like that is like having a piece of candy it really is because mm-hmm. it is so overwhelmingly sweet to my taste buds who haven't had sweet and they know that i could have that well wow. i mean they, they, i don't feel like i ate jerky i felt like i just ate some sort of like gummy worm or something i mean outside of the texture but it's like amazing. from a sweet perspective especially for someone on a diet like mine that's huge because that tickles that that sweet tooth that um i don't want to say this you, you said it's overwhelming to you obviously because you haven't had the sugar, right, yeah, I haven't had sugar. to me it's not i mean it tastes sweet it definitely mm-hmm. tastes this almost tastes like a it, it tastes like a dessert or a candy treat. yeah it's delicious man i love it it's so good now so, i am really impressed and that's the whole thing is like yes they're sponsoring us right but we're going to be honest. If you look at my review, I'd say there's a couple of things that I have issues with. Of, of my, my review of the diaper do stuff. Sure. Of this, if I had issue with this, I would have no problem saying this is what this is a potential factor that you may not like. There's nothing about this outside of it might be just a little too sweet for a jerky experience. Yeah. But there's nothing in this that yeah, I'm you like. You just need to know that going in. Yeah. Right. I do feel like also if you're expecting beef jerky or something, it's not that. It, it right. is going to be yes. different. Yes. So try it out. But but like. Because obviously the texture is different, yeah, yeah. but dude, it's a bacon. You're, you're not it gonna like get, melts in your mouth. You're, you're not so going to get the the what is it like with beef? With to me, like if I have good beef jerky, it's that I've had my my uh, my cheeks hurt after eating. Yes, after eating, and that's how I'm like, oh, because oh, that, you're that's, tired. That's from good chewing. beef yeah, jerky from chewing. chewing it so much. That's it's it's not chewy like that, but it's not like soft like some beef jerkies are. Dude, sure. It cow. feels like you're eating. It's so good. It's right? almost like, like I want it's more. I it's almost like yeah. you're I want to buy us right now, and I'm not dehydrating. Even that. Yeah. Dehydrated bacon. Yeah. Okay. Go bacon. Adventure ready snacks. Like like these guys said. Go go out. Use our promo code. Go bacon. We thank you guys so much. Yes. You guys have an awesome product. Yeah. And in my opinion, it has to be the perfect dad food. It's, it's bacon it plus jerky. How can you go wrong? You need to put this in your diaper dude bag. You're good to go. No matter where you are. Yep. You're ready to go. And actually, I'll say this. So as as someone, if you are so looking good. for an on-the-go snack, I mean, uh, the entire thing of sriracha is 7.5 grams of protein. So you if go. you're out and about walking with your kid and you a little sure. boost of energy, you know, pop that, enjoy it, and you're good to go. Whereas the... The maple one is 12 grams of protein. Yeah, so maple is so even go. better protein. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like there there are products Sweet out there. and healthy. Yeah. yeah are... I saw, dude, do what I do. If you're working in an office... Get that snack drawer, throw some Go yes. Bacon in it. It's going to be it. awesome. Yep. 20% Again, off your order of $15 or GoBaconJerky.com, promo code DETOX, order 20 bucks, get 20% off, free shipping, you're good to go. There All right. Go. We are, by the way, we were all sincere on this. We really loved yes. it. This is the first time we've tried it. Yes. Um, but we're done being chills. Yes. So, so all right, we'll, we'll move on, but try it out. It's awesome. Um, Let's move on to America's favorite segment. Let's do it. Segments, guys. All right, cool. Uh, I couldn't even say that. And, and none of face because I'm like, mm, maple. maple. <laughs> yeah, it's that delicious. Maple, that maple was Holy cow. Maple. Dude, I don't even know. Which one would you like better? Just real quick. This is like I'll be honest, commercial done. I'll, like, be, I'll be honest. So, like, they're both very good, but sriracha, I, it has, like, that really good blend of spicy and sweet that yeah, is yeah, yeah. in yeah. that sweet spot for me that I just am like, I need more sriracha. Like, I'm going to oh, get some more sriracha right now. That would now. be my main choice. Ma- yeah. Maple would be mine just from like a car candy. perspective because no. of the whole maple thing. Maple is super sweet. I think if I had tried it first, I might be more partial I, to I would it, have but... never oh, guessed yeah. that the maple had less carbs than the sriracha ever. Yeah. Because it's like that maple is so sweet. Maybe that's just me, but it, that was so sweet. Mm-hmm. So uh, go jerky bacon. Go bacon jerky. Go bacon jerky. You. Let's do it. I love you. All right. We're going to move on to America's favorite segment. 
Ask the dads. And we're going to be done eating in just a second. Just so you guys sorry. Know, we had I know to, if, if you John and I that, had to get more sriracha. Yeah. Yep. Um, ask the dads questions, all right? In this segment, I like to throw out questions to ask the dads. And I'm going to hit them with a few quick hits here. Um, what I, The main question is I want to know how you would answer if your kids asked you the following questions, okay? Okay. So just yes, pretend. go bacon. Go bacon jerky is the jerky uh, stop for you. That's what yeah, I that's what you would say. To any, um, aunt, to any question, just pretend I'm your innocent daughter. She's like, "What's that?" I'm like, "You need to go bacon jerky." Here you go. You're like, "You need to shave that beard, honey." <laughs> All right, oh, here we go. I've not talked about my daughter's Wolfman back yet. <laughs> question one: Why do I have to listen to you? Mm, okay, so I would say because of the fact that I am. Older than you, I live in this house with you. I'm the person that takes care of you and provides for you. So if you don't listen to me, I'm worried that you're going to hurt yourself because you don't know as much as I do. And I don't know everything, but I have lived longer and I've been down this road. And so perhaps I can impart some wisdom to you. Go on. I guess my. Go on because you can throw that football over the mountains. (laughs) Like, um, like. Oh, wait, who is it? Like, like oh. Boom Rico. <laughs> yeah, like Boom Rico. I mean, like, um, I can throw them football to mountains. You know, I, I think part of it is I could be like, because I could just let you F up your life and make the mistakes and not do anything to stop you from doing that. Or, you know, and part of it is like, you don't have to listen to me. You can make those mistakes and you can suffer the consequences from but you it. Would, you would tell Ellie that? Yeah. I mean, that's just part of being honest. Like, you don't have to listen to me. If I tell you to do this and you don't, and then you mess up, you're going to be like, man, dad was right. And I've done that. And I could be like, there's a time where I flew off to Connecticut to meet some woman off the internet that I shouldn't have. And I didn't listen to my, oh, yeah, <laughs> to yeah. To get your red wings. Yeah, oh, did, oh, my. Didn't happen. Oh, my. You, you remember that wrong. Oh, I do? Yeah. It, that, 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 there, there's something involved, but I think you're, you're, rewriting, you're retconning history. Oh, dang it. That's okay. I feel bad for even saying that. That's now. okay. So, but it's like, yeah, I, I did this, I flew off, I just didn't listen to my mother, my father, my grandfather, my best friend, my other friends, and I made that mistake, and I came back $7,000 down, all of these mistakes. How much did a flight to Connecticut cost well, no, it's because back of in your the, day? The money that I spent leading up to it because of the promises oh. that were made, which is a bonus segment to have uh, on another time, but it's, had I listened, and th- that, that that is a an example. So yeah, you can go off and you you can... Screw up, and then you'll come back with your tail between your legs saying, Dad, I should have listened to you. What age does he have to be before she understands that? Probably a teenager. Probably oh, 14, okay, okay. 15, 16. Okay, that's interesting. Or, or, or I can take the approach of, look, fact of the matter is I'm smarter than you. I've experienced more than you. <laughs> Stiff arm. So, yeah. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be honest. I don't yeah. lead with I'm smarter. I lead no, no. with I'm older and no, I've, no. Experienced. I've experienced more. But, yeah. but the whole thing is like there's a, there's an aspect of my pride. Ron leads just every like, conversation with look, me with I'm smarter than you. Yeah, guys. like look, I, I've been through more. I'm more intelligent than he, you are. Before but, the podcast, he had that conversation yeah. with me. Yeah. He, he was like, John, I'm smarter than you. I Shut would, I would I quantify like, it. I would quantify that with being like at this stage in life, I am smarter than you because my daughter will end up probably being smarter than me. I'm no, I'm not afraid. Well, of that's that. probably what every parent. But it's but it used to be like, look, I, I can. Hope. But which one is more constructive? To be like, look, I've been through all this, so from an experience standpoint, I'm better than you. Or go ahead, if you don't want to listen to me, you can go ahead and make the mistake. Maybe you won't make the mistake. Maybe you won't go through that, and you're completely right. Is that something that you're willing to risk? Okay. All right. So, next well, question. N- another question from your uh, kids here. 
Why can't I stay up as late as you? Oh, uh, I tell Sylvia I go to bed when she goes to bed because honestly, sometimes I do. Oh, so you don't really deal with that. You're just that's you about use it. that partial lie, sometimes. right? Because sometimes, sometimes it is accurate. And your cat literally almost fell over. It looked like an episode of Ninja Warrior where they like save themselves at the last minute. Yeah. That's Anyways, cool. no, uh, I digress. No, sometimes. Well, but when she, okay, so I remember she has specifically said, "Why can't I stay up?" And I had because we were recording. That was the time where I told her I am going to be awake and you need to go to bed now. And she was like, "Why can't I be up?" And I said, "Well, honestly, because your body needs sleep. Like you're you're having meltdowns, you're having frustrations, you are exhibiting signs that you need to rest. And even though you don't want to, your body needs it. And you're not going to be able to wake up and have a good day and have fun and do all these cool things." Unless you rest, because you're going to be too tired to do anything. You're not going to be able to go to the playground. You're not going to be able to do all this stuff. Because you're not going to want to. And that's how I've justified it. And she's like, why are you staying up? And I say, well, because I'm recording this podcast. So you'll listen to years down the line. No. And, <laughs> and I tell her, well, my body is, you know, it's older. And though it might need some rest, it can sustain a little bit longer of being up before it needs to lay down and get the same rest that you do. But I said, you're you are building your body to be better. And, you know, I simplify that. I talk about it longer, but part of the, part of the time I tell her, well, I'm going to bed too. So I can't, nobody can go to bed until you go to bed, which is accurate. And the second part is I tell her, you need the rest because you can't do fun things unless you go to sleep. And then I'm going to go to sleep a little bit later, which is also, also true. Sometimes I legit tell her you need to go to sleep because I need to work. I can't get work done that I need to do until you go to sleep. And so I that's just part of the honesty. on the situation. Yeah. So I try and be as honest with her as possible. And sometimes I'm just tired. And I'm like, I'm going to go to bed when you go to sleep. And sometimes it's accurate. And gotcha. I'm like, I just need you to go to sleep. So go on. Because I've seen you. Like, you actually do some, some awesome stuff where, like, okay, you can go lay down and watch the iPad for 30 minutes or something yeah. like that. And then I'll be in and take it and she'll fall asleep. But, like, yeah. what, what do you say when, when she says, why can't I stay up as late as you? Essentially, a lot of it's what what Joe said is you're a growing kid. Daddy's full grown. Like I am grown. My body is done growing. My brain like, is. Look, we're different. Yeah, yeah, we're at different stages in our lives. Your brain needs that rest. Daddy and is pre-op, and you're a little kid. Yeah, <laughs> but essentially, it's that just... is that is just of I, I'm fully grown, and you're not, and you're there's a reason that you're tired. There's one time that she's like, I want to stay up all night. I'm like, okay, go for it. I go in at twelve thirty. And she's on her iPad. I'm like, I'm going to take your iPad. And she's like, yeah. She's like, like I'm yeah, you, you really. And that's a bad, like, you, John just looked at me, pretending to, clo- like, basically close one eye and was like, I'm too tired. And it's like, that's exactly what she was. I took the iPad. Yeah. By the time I got over to my side of the bed, she was out. Yeah. Do you talk to her about that afterwards and be like, hey, remember how you wanted to stay up all night? I, I didn't couldn't. want to grandstand her. Yeah, I got you. I mean, part I, of me, I part of me did. I would have been like, yeah. yeah. Part of me wanted to celebrate and be like, told you so. I would have been like, face. Tori, a four-year-old doesn't understand told you so. If you, okay, watch, if you watch Will and Grace, they do a told you so dance early on in the series. It's pretty funny. I, need to do, I, need to I will never see so. that. All right. Some, uh, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes Amanda and I do the told you so dance. John is nice. not in the demographic of Will and Grace. That's okay. All right. They're coming back. Here's a question, I'll guys. I'll watch that, even though I didn't watch the original series. The original series is amazing. I haven't memorized. Okay. No, Maybe I, I should not have said that, but that's okay. Here I am. Moving on to the next question. I have Ninja Turtles memorized. Awful. That's fair. So All what right. was that? That was Aw- a crime. You pushed purse-scrubbing pukes. Now, this is the penalty. Two minutes for hooking, two minutes for <laughs> slashing. And let's not forget my personal favorite, two minutes for high-sticking. How about a five-minute game misconduct for roughing, pal? Who are you, bogey? Did you just, so who died and made you referee? 
Now you did your job. Now let me get out and so, do mine. So I said my thing, but I didn't actually like quite like quote it. So oh, I'm just gonna, saying. Totally. All right. Fi- final ask the dads question. If your kid said this to you, how would you answer? Why are some people homeless? Um, I would say some people are homeless because they bought a house they couldn't actually afford with their work. They weren't able to make their payments and the bank had to repossess their house. So they're on the street. Some people are homeless because their family doesn't love them and gave them tough. Well, I should say some people are homeless because they got kicked out and some people are homeless because they are, they have mental problems. They don't see the world the same way that we do in a way that I can't quite quantify. I don't know if she's asking me this at two or like at 20, but, <laughs> but my point is I would say some people are homeless because of financial issues. Some people are homeless because they needed to get real with their life and their family gave them some tough love. Some people are homeless because they have mental issues that nobody is taking responsibility for getting them the proper help. And so they're just letting them waste away on the street. Hashtag sucks to suck. <laughs> Wow. That would be Galan's answer. No, no, it would be tough love. It, it would be something. It would be something along the lines of Joe, just like you know what? Hey, I I can't answer that question really for you. Let's go find a YouTube video that talks about homeless people. There you go. Because my kid Dude, understands. I, my I, what, I honestly, great I, out. I honestly thought he was going to say, "Let's go find a homeless person and, and you can ask quiz them." them. <laughs> She's like, "Why are you homeless?" And he's like, "Because the Illuminati took me to Jupiter." <laughs> and be and like, I, "This is category three." That we talked about? Yeah, this or, is the category three homeless person. <laughs> yeah. Or if he's just like, uh, because I invested in too many houses and the banking crisis of 08 came. He's, just like, 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 he's category one, He's Ellie. like, yeah, banks after me. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I like Jameson too much. <laughs> All right. category two. All right, guys, that was Ask the Dads. But now we're going to move. By the way, I like screen questions on you guys that I haven't talked to you about in advance because it's, it's good. fun hearing your life I responses. do, too. All right. So the uh, after that, though, let's get to America's favorite segment, Dad Jokes. Do you guys have some jokes for us today? Uh, yes. Yeah, give me one So second. this is relevant to something that swept the nation. Okay. Swept recently. the nation. Wow. How does the man in the moon cut his hair? How? Eclipse it. That's a good one. It's timely. I, I like it. it's it's that in the con- context of the zeitgeist. I like it. Joe, what do you got? Uh, hold on. Uh, Eclipse so it. uh, uh, yeah, I had one. Hold on. Why did All I right, lose it? Go on. You have another one. Yeah, I don't at the moment. I'm That's working okay. on you it. You guys are working on it. I got a series. I'll throw this out. My mine are mine are themed once again. So I'll just throw this one out. Why did the octopus beat the shark in a fight? I don't know why. why? Because the octopus was well armed. Uh. <laughs> he was well armed. It'd be better if you read that in a pirate accent. Oh dang it! I'll well armed. <laughs> Good Jack, point. Jack Sparrow here. Yeah, totally. All right, keep going in your series. Okay, you want me to keep going? Yeah. All right. Did you hear that two ships just collided in the Caribbean? Did you hear that? Talk about no, timely. I did not. Go for it. One was red and one was blue. Did you know that? No. no. The survivors are marooned. <laughs> the survivors are marooned. <laughs> That's bad. That's All right. Thanks. Uh, so uh, I would say, uh, Sylvie said to me the other day, she said, Dad, I'm cold. I said, go to the corner, Sylvie. There's 90 degrees. 
Nice. That is a I dad like joke. It. That is a dad joke for that, sure. That was the one I had that I had lost. That's good. I have found it now. Hey, That's you know, good. guys, there it is. I just read a book about Stockholm Syndrome. It was pretty bad at first, but in the end, I liked it. <laughs> hashtag Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah. No, no, hashtag totally. Disney Beauty and the Beast. The, the live action was a little less Stockholm Syndrome. It was. But a lot um, of it. The original French story was also less Stockholm Syndrome? I don't remember. Um, you know what, guys? Parlez-vous français? I don't trust the uh, I don't trust the Illuminati. Me neither. <laughs> I don't trust the stairs. They're always up to something. <laughs> that's good. that's good. That's a good one. Also, you know, that's not a joke, but um, you know, the, the downside of Disney movies and a lot of cartoons is they commonly use the term "sacre bleu." Do you know what "sacre bleu" stands Isn't for? Doesn't it mean like goddamn? It does. Okay, that's what I thought. So, that mess so up? Disney it is, is like soccer blue. Be like, oh, excuse you. There are a lot of cars children here that are this getting is rated away. G. But that's something you, if I understand, you can't say on TV. But yet, yeah. Disney puts it in PG, or I'm sorry, in their G-rated cartoons. Well, as a Christian... Lumiere's like, oh, in fact, actually, in, 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 as a it, Christian, that, that follows under the category of blasphemy. Yeah. Well, it's Capital like, B blasphemy. Capital B blasphemy. Little Mermaid, he's like, sacre bleu, what is this? How on yeah. earth could oh, yeah. I miss such a sweet little succulent oh, yeah, we were, crap? We were going to do a sing-along with Little Mermaid with Galan, and we didn't. Because well, we'll do that hey, at the end. You know what? Little Mermaid, I am unashamed to say Little Mermaid is by far, in a way, like three tiers above any other Disney movie, my favorite Disney movie of all time. Dude, I was hanging out with uh, Elliot's family last night, uh, which I, I love this guy's mm-hmm. I gotta meet this guy. Like, I you, like you his episode. To, we need to, we need to have, we need to have a Patreon. foursome with John. Yeah. Uh, we'll have, let, let's, let's not get crazy. Right? On the mic. We'll, that much to drink. We'll have, we'll have him over for But, but, but uh, <laughs> no, his Herbert. youngest daughter had a Jasmine headband, oh, yeah. so we had to sing a Jasmine song. Yesterday, there's a what Jasmine. A whole oh, okay. World. I was like, "What other Jasmine song is there?" Yeah, there's so. not. That's it. No. Okay. So, anyways, uh, guys, I have one more joke for you. Then I just want to make a quick, quick statement. If we're cool with closing like out the segment, yeah, sure. All right. Um, what do you call a group of killer whales playing instruments? I don't know what. An orca strug. Ah. <laughs> An orca strug. Get it? All right. Like so, it. anyways, thanks for listening to my jokes, guys. I hope you at least grade them a C. <laughs> I hope they really hooked you. I'm not fishing for compliments, but I was angling for laughs. What do you think about them? That is awesome. To re- I think to repeat one of the first ones I did, why are pirates so cool? Why? They just are. are. All right. There you go. All right. There you go. That was America's favorite segment, dad, dad jokes. So now, of course, we're going to move to. Hashtag best dad jokes segment ever. <laughs> it was pretty now, good. Now we're going to. It was pretty strong. I'm not. I, yeah, I I'm, was sure. I had one, and it was strong, and I left it at that. Well, let's see. You actually had two, and they were both good. I, did I have two? Yeah, you did have two. What was the first wow, one? Wow, short-term memory. I know, right? Dad memory. Um, <laughs> I haven't slept. Well, that's that okay. is a very All real right. thing, by the way. Dad memory. Hashtag dad memory. Dad so, memory. guys, we're going to move to America's favorite segment, things to check out. Mm-hmm. Do all of you guys have something to check I out? Do, I do, and I'll be happy to go first. So go I can steal Do your thunder in case you guys it. have any of this. So in case you weren't aware, in case you didn't hear us talk about it, in case you haven't seen the link, so in case you don't subscribe to the service... The Defenders came out on Netflix. Marvel's The Defenders. Yes. So explain this is, what is this? This Those is like Sons of No. This is a culmination. Sons of Cunlan. Of <laughs> Dare, our favorite new yep, <laughs> yeah. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, which or Daredevil starting Charlie Charlie Cox. I think Charlie Cox. CC. Um, Je- or Dare, wait, Jess- wait, wait. Are you going to go through all these with their Jessica, Jessica Jones starring Kristen Ritter? Okay. Um, 
Kristen Luke Ritter, Cage um, Mike Michael Coulter? Coulter, Mike Coulter, and then um, I love Luke Cage by the way. And it's then, so uh, good, right? and then, of course, really good. As you remember, oh, episode seven, Iron Fist, starring um, I forget his name, but he played Loris Tyrell, and uh, uh, way less well, good. Yeah, he he played the, uh, the Night of Roses or whatever. Yeah, he played Knight. he played Loris Tyrell, and uh, we need to know. You Fest. needed and, to know this guy. Yeah, I'm really sorry. Like, well, I'm, I'll tell you his name, Danny Rand <laughs> from Cumberland. But no, so so. But I am the Iron Fist. It is. It is the culmination of you guys. I beat a dragon. You're putting the emphasis on the wrong word. <laughs> I am. It's, I am the Iron Fist. It is the culmination up, of Danny. of five Colin's five seasons. Better than you. You don't have to watch all five seasons of you know like the respective shows, but it definitely helps to flesh out the characters. Um, it is. <laughs> I read a preview that said if you're going to watch any shows, you need to watch Daredevil and Iron Fist. And I went, why are you telling people to watch Iron Fist? Yeah, stop it. I'm with them on Daredevil. Yeah, like, season one and two are. Amazing. I think because because Iron Fist sets up it's also they talk it, about it, the it hand. Talks Those about are the, the hand. only shows that talk about the hand. I got a hand. So there. the yeah. first couple of episodes aren't necessarily. You know, like, they're a little disjointed because they're trying to yeah. get the characters together. Sure. That, that's the thing is like there are so many characters in this series that it. Does feel like they kind of shoehorn them in, you know? Yeah, but, I will say they could have they could have benefited from like two extra episodes. Yeah. I think yeah. ten would have been enough. But it, it, it's not just that there are four heroes in this group, right? Um, you got the ter- for, the secondary characters of every series, characters. yeah, yeah, that are, that are in it. Yep. Which, yeah, I mean, whatever. It's cool if you've watched all these series. It was and fun. like see them interacting, like that's cool. But the, yeah, they, and and the whole idea. This is the first time we've ever seen. Uh, a bunch of different series about comic book heroes, and then the one series where they all come together in a team. Right. On TV. On yes. TV. On yes. TV. Yeah. 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 Because you have, CW, right. you have the that, Avengers. And the CW does their crossover, but it's not on, like, a separate series. They don't... Right. Like, like Arrow and Flash crossover. It's not like they do the Legends of Tomorrow. But they don't do, everybody. like, a separate series that is everybody. Yeah. Like the Defenders. Right. Yeah. I guess the correct. closest would be, like, the movies like the Avengers or, like, Justice yeah. League that's coming out or something. Yeah. But, like, so yeah. we haven't seen this yet. This is kind of, like, right. the first time we've seen it in TV form. And, and series. So I'll be the ben first to Jones. They're, they're ben, ben Jones. Ben Jones. Okay. There are, there are missteps in the series. And I think you'll sure. if you go back and you watch any of the Netflix Marvel series, there are missteps in every single one of the series. Whatever. There that are missteps. Perfect. There are missteps in the Defender and the Defenders, but I was really cool to see the character interactions. Charlie Cox is awesome as as Matt Murdock slash Daredevil. As the I had, unofficial I sort of leader had of the some Defenders. issues with how they portrayed Daredevil in this series. Mm-hmm. And I was going to tell you, as much grief, and we're not going to go down this road again, guys. Nope. We're not about to have a 40-minute discussion about Defenders. But if you go back to our Iron <laughs> Fist episode, I'm going to tell you, Danny Rand, I liked him more in the series. I would about agree. halfway through the series, I, would I liked agree. him. I would yep. agree. We, yep. I, I was uh, in some I was on his side a lot about this. Yeah. Because um, we were watching Defenders at about the same time, we were both at work communicating about it, and I agree. I and I, we even said before we got on mic that I was talking to to John. I was like, I, I appreciate that they poked fun at kind of like what we poked fun about the character right. in the series. Yeah, and so they were very self aware about stuff that didn't work, but mm-hmm. they were also like, you know. This is how you can get better. This is yeah. how you can be a better person. And, and I feel like they set it up better for that character going forward. And each each, yeah. each character in each series and each secondary character is now set up for their next respective seasons. Yes. So Which I'm pumped not, about. And I think Elektra – I like to let – I like the character Elektra in general from More? the comics. Spoilers. And oh, in okay. season two of Daredevil – no, this is not a spoiler. In season two of Daredevil, 
I felt that she was not as good as she could have been. I was frustrated. I agree with that but, completely. But I feel that when they made her the focal point in certain episodes, and I don't feel like this is a spoiler. I mean, they pretty much hinted that this is what was going to happen. In the Defenders, that she kind of finally let loose, and that was the Electra that I expected. From the comics. And I felt that was earned, and I really appreciate it. I will say this. For the first time, like, not like the – there is a – there are one – an antagonist feels threatening. Yeah. Especially when they interact with some of the heroes. Yep. And again, again, check it out. Yeah, check check it out. out. So if you don't subscribe to Netflix – be awesome. Go in, do a thirty-day trial, binge watch the two seasons of Def- Netflix because, slash Detox. No, yeah, just joking. Because, <laughs> I just wish, joking. Right? because here is yeah. the thing: in the second season of Daredevil, there is an awesome, like Punisher is included at the, and and spoilers. Oh, I love that. At the end of the, the Penny and Dime episode, there season is, yeah. one or season two episode so three of Daredevil yeah. was. Yeah, mm, really good. And that episode or that season is coming in yeah. no September. Yep. Well, is it for sure well, September? It's I not for it was sure September, September, October. But there's a nine in in the trailer. Really? Yep. So I didn't notice that. I was too busy enjoying John yep. Bernthal. Bernthal. Just so good. Dude. Wasting so, people. Yeah. At the so end. Good, at the dude. end of, of so at the good. end of the Defenders, there's a trailer Ugh. for, and it's really a it's teaser. after the credits. There's per a Marvel style. There's a teaser for. It's not a trailer because it didn't show anything. There's a teaser for. Yeah. The episode of Punisher, Punisher, and that looks like it's going to be so awesome. So that's my suggestion. Not only like Netflix, Marvel, but The Defenders. Check it out. If you haven't watched some of the episodes, at least watch Daredevil and Iron Fist. Joe, how are you going to follow that? Like this. So on the subject of comic books, my thing to check out is Amazon's original series, The Tick. Oh, yeah, finally it is released so the good. next episode, It is right? so good. I've, so, I've only watched the first episode, and okay. I loved it. So Wait, I, did, they, did they repeat the pilot? Uh, well, so the way Amazon... The pilot's the first episode, yeah, yeah. and they so, just okay. released the, the next one. Yeah, well, they released uh, the whole series. Oh, they, it's, it's all The out. whole season, I guess I Oh, say. I did not know that. Yeah, so the way Amazon, if you're not familiar, works is they have a bunch of pilots, and they let their subscribers, for better or worse, everybody has their own way, for better or worse, Amazon lets their subscribers vote on if they like the pilot or if they did not like the pilot, and they take that into consideration on when they call certain things to series. And then they... Wait a full year before they release the rest of the season. So it's been a year since it's the pilot. been a year. Yeah, the pilot was in August of 2016, and I did not watch the pilot. I waited I did, because and I, I loved it. I loved the tick so much. I wasn't the cartoon, but very, very different. I went the same as yeah, but I went ahead and you know voted for it to go to series, and I was so excited because I loved the tick character and just everything. Being a child of the 90s, I watched the whole cartoon of the tick. I did not watch the live action. Pearl Jam. The yeah. 2001 live action starring Patrick Warburton, um, just because I didn't honestly realize it existed. As I didn't a, either. As a Dude, kid, I don't either. remember that existing either. It apparently, was one season only. I've like been to like conventions episodes. and stuff where people are selling the complete yeah. series or whatever. And I'm like, I don't really remember. Right, that. but I watched like the animated series had like multiple seasons, yeah. and it was, it was I did big, watch and that's that. what I watched. Right. <laughs> yeah. We need a we need a uh, we need a, a battle cry spoon exactly <laughs> or, or the whole like. What, what about the, what the the bad guys? Whatever it's like, not in the face, not in the face. <laughs> uh huh. But are two things but that it's stuck so with me. but it's so good. And and so Amazon takes feedback that they get right, and they because they wait a full year before they come back, they change certain things. So like the ticks, uh, costume in the first episode is very like 
like um, form fitting and very like um, alienistic looking, I guess is the only way to say it. Um, and then in, in episode two and for the rest of the series, it's more like superhero looking, like it's got like plates and stuff and you've got, you can see like the cloth in between, but to the series credit, they, you know, like you see some series and they'll have like weird differences between the first episode and the second and Amazon, like, you know, a full year has passed and you see some season or series just ignore that. But yeah. in the tick, Arthur specifically is like, didn't you have a different costume? And That's the tick's awesome. like, what are you talking about? And Arthur's like, eh, you know what? Never mind. Arthur Never mind. is his sidekick. What I who also basically plays the part of the everyman, right? Yeah. So what I so who Nick, is by so, the way a moth. <laughs> <laughs> so what I what I will funnel this down to, if you're not familiar with the tick, the tick is a kind of like a spoof. Super superhero series and he's a big blue guy that's like super strong super powerful but also like a idiot oblivious yeah and yeah. arthur is an everyman who has like a super suit that looks like a moth and he has my super suit. And, yeah. for the record pivoting still talking about superheroes black lightning cw is doing a black lightning tv series adding on to their nice. plethora of cw that's of dc superhero shows they're just yeah. embracing and the shit out of that they are, because it's the money maker right so yeah, why not sure. But they did a Black Lightning, I watched the trailer, and the top voted comment on YouTube was this guy saying, where's my super suit? And someone's like, what? Where's my super suit? And someone said, best comment on video ever. Because Black Lightning is like a hero, and then he goes into retirement, and then he comes out, and he's like, I got to beat these guys. And so, uh, anyways, if you look up the Black Lightning trailer, that's a top voted comment, is someone quoting Frozone from The Incredibles. But, but nice. by the way, I would say I check, out, check out The Incredibles too, but I don't think it's due out for another two years. Yeah. So well, I, I, I didn't even know they were making that. They are. Yeah. And it's, I, supposed to take, it's supposed to take place right after the original ones. Yeah. Ends. So I digress. So, uh, anyway. But The Tick, uh, Arthur is an everyman. And, and in the cartoon that I grew up on, The Tick is kind of the focal point. But what's interesting, the Amazon series is very smart, and they make the focal point of the series Arthur. And the tick nice. is like kind of I won't say a secondary character, but like he just kind of shows up when he's needed. And Arthur is like you follow him the whole time. That's cool. What disappointed me was Amazon only did six episodes for the first season, uh, so that sucks. And they're only half hour in length, so it's like I watch it really quick. It's like a yeah, movie. Knock, it is. Knock it out. Yeah. I watched the first three, and then I realized there were only three more, and I stopped because I wanted to kind of savor it. But I will say uh, the tick stars, and this is where I'll get into it. It stars. Uh, Peter uh, Serafinowitz, who you'll recognize, uh, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy as like one of the um, the the, the peep. Uh, uh, he looks like this. He yeah, was, he's one of the Reavers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the Reavers. Um, I think that's what they're called. It also yeah. stars uh, uh, Arthur, played by Griffin Newman, who I don't recognize, but apparently he was in political animals and gravity and other stuff that I've never seen in my life. Oh, gravity was great. Dude. No, not gravity. Not Gravity the movie. Uh, oh, gravity, gravity like a Grav show. Gravity like oh, a T show. A no TV idea. Show. Yeah, no. no. Um, but also saw. I'm her. like, he was Sandra Bullock. No, Gravity. No, he was George Clooney. <laughs> he was George Man. Clooney. Nice. Sandra Man. Bullock can really disappear. Into he, some it roles. also stars Jackie Earl Hurley. Or, oh, he's uh, great. Haley, Rorschach? who you might Rorschach, know as Rorschach. Yeah. But in fact, in this series, he plays a villain called the Terror. Okay. And it's really funny. What I appreciate about this series is it spoofs superhero series, but doesn't totally spoof it in ways that, like, um, superhero movie spoofs it, like being right. dumb. Yeah. It's very smart. It's very kick-ass or Kingsman type of, like, Mark Miller way oh, of telling some, it. some Matt so Vaughn or whatever. Yeah, yeah so you've yeah. got, like, Matt Vaughn type of directing, Mark Miller type of storytelling where it's witty, it's funny, it's super violent, and super, like, kind of 
curse word heavy, but it's like I don't know. It's I won't classify it as a black comedy, but it borders on oh, a black comedy like Kings of Comedy. You're like, uh, are we there yet? No. <laughs> But it's good. You should check it out. The whole first season is on Amazon. All right, cool. Go nuts. Oh, that's awesome. I talked way too long about the tick. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, okay, Kunlun. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. All right. No. Uh, thanks to check out, guys. On this podcast, the Detox Podcast is a Reddit friendly podcast. I would say. Yeah, I would. Agree. I mean, yes. we all look at at Reddit. We uh, like all of the the comments there. So, uh, not four chan, not so much. Not so much. No. Just kidding. All right. All right. So um, I just want to tell you about my favorite new sub, which is pretty messed up for a dad podcast. But go check out the the subreddit children falling over. Have you guys seen this? Yes. (laughs) It's just videos, pages and pages of videos of kids falling over for different reasons, dude. And it's like it's little kids. It's like yeah. two year olds falling over. It's like they're getting a head hit in the head by basketballs. Like car doors are knocking them down. They're going on slipping sl- slipping slides and like slow motion and flipping and stuff. So- Dude, this Reddit brought me hours of joy over the last month. Go check out children falling over. Let's do it. All right, guys, that was America's favorite segment: things to check out. So once again, we've come to that time of the show uh where we just pat ourselves on the back but honestly we've already good. done that yeah good, we have good, good job we got that out of the way early yeah yeah hold on, hold hey, on. good yeah, job uh, for listening yeah we have, we have a from our uh in-studio audience good job detox it's so crazy how all of our in-studio audience sounds like either john's brother or galan himself that's true that's true <laughs> can i just edit that out because that was really stupid <laughs> nope no, you can't. Okay. Oh, I mean, you. I mean, you so can't. I don't. I don't care. It's All right. So, guys, also at the end of every podcast, one of the things we do is we <laughs> vote on what the episode uh, hashtag is going to be. And it's like we have since a long it's list. only us three today, I feel like we kind of went crazy. But everyone gets a vote. So here's the list, guys. Hashtag Smart Dad. Nope. Hashtag Boom Rico. <laughs> Maybe. Hashtag Dad Brag. Hashtag Sucks to Suck. Hashtag Fudbud. <laughs> hashtag Creed Reference. Hashtag end Joe, hashtag Cowabunga, and hashtag Disney Beauty. That uh, that end Joe is actually a mojo. Emojo. Is, is it a mojo? Oh, you're right. Emojo. Right. I, but, uh, it was emojo. emojo. That's yeah, right. Emojo. 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 So my, my vote is suck to suck. I'll go with suck to suck too. Well, that's it. My vote doesn't really matter, but I was <laughs> going to throw in hashtag because, Cowabunga. So we're going to go. Not a parent. Guess oh. guess what? Yeah, that's right. So my vote doesn't count, right? Nope. All right. So hashtag sucks to suck. So guys, I want to just talk about a couple of free ways that you can help out the Detox Podcast. One way is go. Well, first off, go like our Facebook page. Just do it. In the month of September, um, everyone that has liked our Facebook page, we're going to uh, pull a name from a random drawing, and we are going to give you a free cool diaper bag from diaperdude.com. And by the way, these diaper bags don't look like diaper bags. Nope. Even if you don't have small kids, you're going to want to use this for a laptop laptop bag or like a courier bag or something. They're they're awesome. Um, Galant's dad, actually, who hasn't had a baby in 20 years, (laughs) wants one of these bags. So anyways, um, they're pretty awesome. So go like our Facebook page. That's one way. But another way that you can help us out completely for free is just tell your friends about the Detox Podcast. If you know dads that you think would like to listen to this, by the way, we have moms listen to us. We have non-parents. And by the way, we love you guys, too. Absolutely. Um, Thanks so much. But uh, yeah, tell tell other dads that that you know that uh, 
uh, about this podcast if you think they might like it. And then finally, if you go find us on iTunes and you five-star rate and review us, we will love you forever. Love. Yep, Joe, say love. Lerve. We'll lerve you forever. (laughs) Um, So that would really help us out. And I just want to mention, of course, if you go over to um, detoxpodcast.com, you can find uh, all of our contact info, our social media links, (laughs) our email links. I don't know why I laugh laugh because I thought you said social security info. (laughs) You can find our social security numbers to still our... uh, 597 That's all. That's John's. Okay. All right. Um, some some like... poor sap is going to have their identity <laughs> stolen. No. Um, so so just go over there. You can find all of our contact info. We'd love to hear uh, dad, any ask the dad questions you have or any yes. dad jokes that you'd like to share or any topics you'd like to hear about. Um, once again, uh, oh, and well, real quick before I get to that, I want to mention – um, also, you'll find the link to our Patreon. I think it's yes. patreon.com.com yep. slash detox. Slash detox, yep. Detox podcast. What you oh, Detox podcast, okay. And what you can find there is uh, every episode uh, thereabouts, we record some kind of bonus segment, and you get all that bonus content up there today. We talked about uh, just things that uh, we reminisce about as far as the 90s, things yep. that take us back. And to a story time. about me dressing up like a Ninja Turtle. Cow. That should, right there is worth it. It is so worth, worth it. the intro intro price of two bucks a month to two get access to any bonus content we, we put in. And, by the way, that really helps us out because it pays for stuff like hosting for the podcast, yep. the equipment we get. It gives us the opportunities to get the guests that we have coming on, which, by the way, we're working on some pretty big guests. Yes. As well as some guests that we already have yeses from that are going to be amazing um and of course we'll continue having episodes like this where it's just the crew man that's right it's just the just ogs the, the ogs the ogs so uh anyways thank you so much for listening that's what we want to say to you and uh thank you so much to go bacon and to diaper dude because you guys uh also help us make this podcast possible we thank you he as our sponsors good stuff and he carry that's, my laptop to work that's right that's right um so guys As always, we will see you next time. Hashtag sucks to suck and hashtag be a better dad. Special thanks to John, Justin, and Eddie for supporting the podcast. Thanks so much, guys.